Good afternoon, good evening, everybody. However you happen to be watching this, I want to thank you for joining the Gaming Circle podcast, the podcast where each week we try to, you know, make sense of what's going on in the gaming streets. But this week we're changing things up a little bit. As you can see, I've leveled up in a different way. And my man, the Everborn Saga, is not with us this week. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, it'll all work out. So this week, the Gaming Circle podcast is going a little international. And I'll, I'll explain what I mean once I introduce my guests. First and foremost, he needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway because, you know, we, you've seen him around. He's the man who walks around here speaking truth in the Twitter streets. He takes crap from nobody. Trust me. You want to try? Send him a tweet and see what happens. <laughs> right? <laughs> he is a proud member of the PTG Brethren and host of the with mix, ah, see, I'm messing that up. The midweek mix up podcast. Yeah, you see what I did there? Still too early. The <laughs> the Viking himself, wandering Dutch. How are you doing today, sir? I'm not bad, bro. I'm not bad. I think the midweek yep. mix up is perfectly sums up how to pronounce that because it does mix people up every time they try to say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm great. You coming here. Yes, go ahead. Uh, great, great stuff. I'm really looking forward to getting into this with uh, with both of my brothers there, both from PTG and uh, Midweek Mixup. It's going to be an awesome little show. Nice, nice way to start a Saturday. Yeah, wonderful. I, I completely agree. And as you can see, my, I have a second guest, and this guest I'm very excited for more more so than ever because I found out this man is from my own hometown. Believe it or not, even though he looks like he's from my hometown, and I don't. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the man, the man these days finds himself streaming on Twitch. You can find him on, on Twitter. All of his details are in the show notes for, for later consumption. If you want to find out where you can find him, all his links are there. He's part of the, the Midweek Mix-Up Collective. The man who... who, who I, I heard you speak, and I was just like, I know this man. I, I, I recognize the accent. I wonder where he's from. And then I saw the Nil Safe and Nil in the back, and I'm like, oh, I know where this man is from. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nice. we're talking Pach and Nil Safe and Nil. What's going on, man? How are you doing here? What's up? What's up? It's it's really awesome to be here, man. This is actually my first time being on a, another podcast, oh. and it's a, it's an honor to to be here, man. So uh, yeah, thank you for inviting me, and I it's great to be you with. Uh, this is great. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's great to be with Dutch on the show as well. Uh, since I've been uh, around to start with him with the midweek mix up, and uh, yeah, man, awesome. Go go ahead and tell for the few folks who might not know all the wonderful things you do. All, in gaming and on Twitter and all of that, please tell us tell us what you do and and how people can can get in touch with you and and, and be a part of your your community. Yeah, so what I do is uh, I have my own Twitch channel. Uh, it's the same name as it says right here, uh, Petro Zero uh, Seventy. Um, I stream like two, maybe three times in the week, uh, different kind of games. Um, I do also requests uh, of people that want to see me uh, play games, what they want, if I have it. Um, I'm also head of the uh, Twitch Midweek Mixup Collective channel. That's an, uh, an auto-host um, uh, Twitch channel. So we will recruit um, small streamers and help them grow by the awesome. yeah auto-hosting them and uh, giving them a shout-out on social media and that kind of stuff. So, yep. That's, oh, that, that's, that's really cool. That I, See, yeah. These are the things that we we, sh we need to know more about in, in this community. I, I don't think that is as well known in the community as it should. That's an awesome. Uh, that's an awesome initiative to get more people to see things. That's that's great. That's great. Yeah, but yeah. okay. <clears throat> no, no, please continue. Yeah, yeah. It was an idea from Dutch. Um, 
so from the moment that that he uh, told me this, I was like, yeah, let's you know why not, and let's go for it. And I got now a few people that are uh, in this program. One of them is uh, Perepluk, uh, also known as Emil. And we got, uh, I think, Hertog Finn, also the, one of the Midweek Mixer podcast uh, members. And yeah, I'm, I'm now, it's just a start. So we're, we're building up this thing and I'm, I'm going to look for, for other streamers to help out and grow their uh, community. So yeah. That's awesome news, man. And by the way, folks, if you if you guys start seeing weird looks on my face or you hear me saying weird things, he speaks Dutch and I speak Dutch as well, but I rarely get a chance to use it. So every time he <laughs> drops something, I go, hmm, he just said plucking pears. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> but you know what? We're going to start this conversation the way we usually do on this show. And we'll just talk about what we've been playing this week, uh, this week. So, OK, so that everybody knows. My gaming habits have gotten a little weird as of late, and and maybe it's because oh, there's there's all this new gaming stuff going on, and, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, different games to try and stuff. But I've been playing a lot more on PC and on Xbox, so I end up jumping from game to game to game to game. Uh, the latest of which you're looking at on the screen right now, I decided to jump back into Demon Souls. I played this on PS3. I am absolutely terrible at it. It is the worst. Gameplay footage you will see anywhere. You probably will see me falling multiple times, but it's a beautiful looking game, and I've, I decided to start playing it now. How about you, uh, Dutch? What 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 kind of games have you been playing these this week? Um, so obviously we're going to be speaking a little bit about Halo um, at some point. Oh, you but can speak on it. Yeah, speak on it. Yeah, We've been we, speaking about this for weeks now. Please go ahead. Yes, I knew yes. we talked <laughs> Halo. Of course, uh -huh. we 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 had the one of the most awesome of weekends playing big team battle this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Just gone. Uh, with a, a full group of 12, and then even when we had 12, there was at least four or five waiting to get in on the wings um, for when some, anybody dropped out, which was a difficult thing to do because nobody wanted mm -hmm. to really stop playing. Um, so we had an awesome time playing uh, Big Team Battle. Um, after that, I, to be honest, I've, with podcasts and things like that, I haven't really had too much of a chance to play anything. So um, I've been, uh, I jumped into Far Cry 6. Uh, I've got about a couple hours in that now. Um, How is that? I'm like, I've been, liking, I've been thinking about playing it. Yeah, I'm liking it so far. It is obviously and naturally everything that people are saying about it. It is more Far Cry. Is true, of course. It is definitely just more Far Cry. It does look really pretty, but it's even with the HD textures and everything. Um, it's very much still. You can tell it was built around the previous generation. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. we'll definitely come to see more of it i think um well at least the the move on from it the next in the next far cry but story wise um it's really good uh it's a little bit of a slow build up you start on a smaller island which is what i'm going through now when i zoomed out the map is absolutely humongous so um looking to see how it goes um but i'll be much like i do with a lot of these larger games i i, I play them in between other things um, so I dive in for an hour or so here and there, make a little bit more progress, and then carry on. Um, some of these games are just far too big for me. I've I've got gaming ADD, so I can't kind of <laughs> sit and play the same thing for for just weeks on end unless it really really grabs my attention. Um, so Psychonauts, for instance, like that one really grabbed us, and that one wasn't mega big, but it was still like twenty odd hours, and yeah. I didn't play anything but but Psychonauts when I was playing through Psychonauts. Um, 
Sim went for Scarlet Nexus. Like I played that game start to finish without playing anything else. Wow, um, that that is hard to do. I'm I'm in the middle of Scarlet Nexus right now, and I'm just like, there's just way more story here. Too much story, in fact. That's yep. amazing. You played the whole thing. How many hours did that take? Whole thing. Uh, probably about thirty five oh, hours. I think. Yeah. See, don't don't say that to a dad. That just seems like a hill that's too high to climb at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. The that's vast amazing. majority, the vast majority of that story went pretty quickly. Like it felt like it was progressing up mm-hmm. until kind of a near, pretty much near the end segment. There was one segment where you go into this other kind of alternate, futuristic universe that kind of reminds you a little bit of Destiny with all these mm-hmm. blocks and things that you have to jump on. And that bit just went on for a bit too long. Too long um, for you? Okay. I okay. felt that section could have... And it, there wasn't anything that happened in between the kind of entering that place to the end point of that place that needed that much pattern. They could have really trimmed down that particular section and it would have still been great. Yeah. Um, I think just they, other they just than that... padded it out a little too much, you think? Just just that little that section padded out a little mm. bit too much. But if it... Other than that, the the rest of the game, great story, great characters, um, intrigued us enough to keep going. Um, and there's only been a handful of big AAA games that I've got is that way this this year. Again, uh, the aforementioned Cyberpunk played that start to finish without changing. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, of course, just because of the Viking and where it was based, obviously in old England. Um, of that one, I played that one start to finish. That was 70 hours. Um, but I played that one start to finish. Um, but that was I'm not the jealous Christmas at all, period. man. I, I wish I had that time. I'm not jealous at all. But they, <laughs> I've the big every one games. of those games you're talking about, but I've never been yeah. able to fi- finish them all because it's so big. Most of these games. But yeah, so Far Cry, Far Cry at the minute, of course. Yeah. When I think I think much like a lot of people, when Halo comes out, I'm going to be utterly invested in Halo. Oh heck yes, heck yes. And just oh, yeah. before that, I'm going to be utterly invested in in Forza Horizon. Uh, Indeed, yeah, I, that's a married game. You're gonna be playing that one for a long time, I suspect. I, oh, yes. I see there are games you marry and games you date. You know, you go, you play it a little bit, then you go back. Forza yeah. is a married <laughs> game, <laughs> and so hundred percent, hundred percent. You're gonna be playing yeah. that all see all, all uh, generation long, I suspect. You know. Yep. How about you, Pacha? What you what you've been playing these days? Um, not not so much actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I played some Battlefield, the open beta. Mm. Um, How was that? How was that? Uh, I don't know. It's it's rough. Still, right after the Halo beta, it, that's a hard, hard sell, bro. Hard sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, also, uh, yeah. I, uh, as you guys probably know, some of you know that uh, I didn't play Halo in the in the past. Uh, this is actually the first Halo that I'm interested in, and it was really nice to to spend the weekend with the guys playing the uh, big team battles and stuff. Uh, so yeah, for sure. When Halo comes out, I'll be uh, I'm, I'll be playing this as well. Um, last week, when we had the podcast, uh, they recommend uh, they recommend me to download the Master Chief Collection, so I did as well. Um, booted it up, played for now like maybe two hours or something. But I'll definitely gonna continue this uh, this story. It looks really nice, um, and. Yeah, my uh, what did I play more? PUBG, I guess. You're still on PUBG. I know. I know you're big into PUBG. Yeah, man. You're still playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure thing, man. All the other battle royales haven't haven't gotten you off of your square. You're still square in PUBG. 
yeah, yeah. None of the go. other battle royale games uh, gives me this like uh, gives you that the adrenaline. Feel. Yeah, the adrenaline rush when you were like in the top ten, you know. So it's so what it's still, happens? Uh, and here's a quick digression. Mm-hmm. What happens when Halo comes out and goes? Here's a battle royale. What, what do you do then? <laughs> I'll play it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll play it. So yeah, you're ready to up uplift your 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 uh, your love of of PUBG if a better one shows up. It's just that a better one hasn't showed up yet. In your opinion? In my opinion, not. Uh, I've seen a new game, but it's now only on PC. I hope it comes to console. It's called uh, Super People or Super Human. uh, Okay, I'll write that down. And that game is like... uh, Battle Royale-like? Battle Royale-like, PUBG-like, and it it looks really good. So I I hope that comes to console. But probably that's the, the game that can... Uh, switch me from PUBG to that, so yeah, we'll see. And salute to Gerald Mack in the chat. Salute to all of you in the chat. Please, if you haven't done so yet, please hit the like button. Please subscribe. I've been told I don't say that enough, so now I'm going to start saying that more. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here saying Battlefield Beta was really rough. The fact that you can still find fun says a lot. So I'm, I, I thought it was very interesting that they were like, "Hey, we're just going to put this Battlefield Beta out right when everyone's talking about the Halo stuff." Right when everybody's talking about the Halo stuff, that's when we're gonna put the Battlefield beta out. What does that mean, bro? That's just that's that's uh it's it's a little bit they're bold, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it. so far, like I've played it yeah. as well. Um yeah, so far it hasn't, and I think we've and I mentioned this on our show as well. I think we've been spoiled by just how well polished that Halo multiplayer was mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that battlefield one, as as Gerald says, is is rough. Uh, graphically, in terms of pop-ins, in terms of issues like that, um, but even then, the UI is really clunky. Switching weapons, and I'm, putting sorry, I'm sorry, I'm a- sorry. He, he always shows up, and he's always got to be ridiculous. I got to do it. Salute to the man, so more backslap. Oh, we here talking games and not slandering stuff. Evermore must not be here. Salute <laughs> 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 to you in slow mo. Good job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dutch. Yeah, it was the, the, for me particularly, the the one thing about about that is, and I think a few people have mentioned it as well, is we know Battlefield's big. We know it's a big open world, like 36v36 or 64v64. It's a big game. But the fact that you've got to spend the vast majority of your time playing that game, running from objective to objective mm-hmm, and not actually fighting anybody, um, kind of... It, it takes away from it as well. You feel like you're out of the action more than you're in the action. Then you're in. And when okay. you do get in the action, you get you can get annihilated from some sniper at the half end of the map. But then when you go ah. to try and snipe someone, it doesn't do any damage or it just goes straight through them. Um, but the the weapon, it, the the UI is just completely unintuitive. Like completely mm. unintuitive. Like trying to attach weapon attachments, you've got to like press like left bumper then. Press A, but then press up on the D-pad to try and figure out how to get the scope to attach, the right scope that you want to attach, and then mm-hmm. put the right thing on the bottom to attach, the right thing on the left to attach. So let like, me ask you a quick question. What the? Do you think this has something to do with that I just played the Halo beta too recently, so now I'm, I'm like, feud into yeah, what the other side is doing? 100%. 100%. they waited a while, feels... would this have been a bit better, you think? I think it needs. I think it needs pushed back, but I don't think the EA are, are going to be willing to push this game back to to make the, the required changes to this. 
I think the game definitely needs pushed back another few months, um, and only to make it better. Like I love Battlefield, and I've I've played even before this to get myself kind of back in the Battlefield move. I, I downloaded Battlefield Five and was playing that on stream quite a bit, and get pushing up on sniper skills and things again. And like I love Battlefield when Battlefield does it right, but like it when feels at, like when it's at that high clip of crazy chaos, organized chaos. It seems like other people are stealing its lunch a little, right? Yeah, with all that chaos uh, yeah. is going elsewhere. Other others seem to be doing it better, right? Am, am I mistaken? I downloaded it, but I didn't. For the life of me, I just could not play it because I just know that that big team battle experience that we had, and 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 for those that don't know, you know, Dutch was was instrumental in putting together an awesome, like ridiculous man team to go out there and just merc fools in big team battle over the weekend when when yeah. it was available. <laughs> So it kind of tainted us for every other kind of multiplayer massive game. I think that's maybe some of Battlefield's problem here. Those of us who experienced the full breadth of big team battle are just like, nah, bro, you got to do more than that now, <laughs> I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think one of the other issues as well on such a big realistic looking map is mm -hmm. visibility of enemy. Oh, absolutely, there is a, no end of the amount of times that I looked at someone thought it was an enemy and it wasn't a teammate because you only get a little green dot above their head. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I hear it's you. the same with yeah. like teammates as well. We're looking at us and shooting at us, and they're like, Hard "Oh, wait, who's who wait. in yeah. the environment?" Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree with that. That's been my issue with multiplayers in general for a while now. I'll say Halo did something interesting in that respect, where they let you. You know, people have been complaining about the oh, uh, red versus blue thing that 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 used to be the the, the standard. They let you yeah. make different changes. Now, the default, to be fair, the default colors that show up aren't usually the, the best colors, even in Halo, so you kind of blend in the map. But you can go in the, under the accessibility settings and make like your enemies like bright purple and all this, and it really helps to pick them out of the map. I hope that yeah. uh, some of the, the, the different, different uh, um, multiplayer games kind of steal that, that feature from Halo and start instituting that more. I, I, I find that in COD a lot. I, like... Certain maps, I can't see the difference between enemy versus friend or even the environment, you know, because yeah. they, they blend so gray and dark together. You know, I completely agree with, with, with what you're saying. Yeah. So do you think that when this comes out, there will be enough of a, of a fan base that it, it can carve its own niche and just do its own thing? Or do you think that, hey, they should delay it because even at its best, it might not uh, it might not do what it needs to against the, the comp competition? No, I think Battlefield and, and Halo will will still take it. Um, I don't think I think COD's completely missed the boat this year entirely. Mm. Like, not only has it missed the boat, but like the 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 one and only time it had to show off, it didn't even hit on the Richter scale. Like, if you have a look in at how many people were actually looking for it, or looking at it, or looking watching streams about it and, and searching for it, it didn't even hit the blips. Like barely touched the search recommendations for, for mm. Call of Duty, and that's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that. I, I did see some so I did see some articles saying that Halo had overshadowed both COD and Battlefield in, in like like the, the conversation online and whatnot, which is very unusual, you know. Yeah. Doesn't mean they'll buy it, doesn't mean sales will translate, but it's an interesting sign. You know, people have been talking yeah. about it all week. I, I did see that. You're right. And and in general, I mean COD COD will sell because Again, those that are not ingrained in the community like we are, um, the normal casuals who just go out and buy games and just buy the next Call of Duty every time it comes out, will still go out and just buy the next Call of Duty. Uh, I know my, I think my friend, um, he's not ingrained like me. He occasionally kind of goes online to watch new trailers and things when he can. Um, but he was, I think he's switching over to Battlefield this year as opposed to Call of Duty, and he's usually mm. just 
gets a Call of Duty every year. Um, but the vast majority of people, I think, will just stick with what they used to. Um, <clears throat> the the more ingrained in the community like us, we we've already pinpointed our two our two main dogs for this fight, and yeah, that's yeah. that's Halo and Battlefield. Um, and we've only seen a glimpse of of both of those games. Um, True, I've seen yeah. a lot of a lot of COD YouTubers have have showed kind of different modes off and things like that. Yeah, Vanguard um, isn't looking that great, is it? it it's looking no. buggy and weird, and I'm just like, this is not, this is unusual for Call of Duty. Am I wrong? It is very unusual. They don't normally. I mean, it's usually got bugs and things, and it's closed betas and alphas, yeah, but yeah. it's it, it's never been that much of a mess. But we were hearing rumors weeks, if not months, beforehand that there was issues going on with COD's development. Um, and it's not normally kind of left so late in the day to start announcing it and testing it and things either. So they could possibly be having issues with it. Um, it's obviously it's apparent through the, the closed beta and alpha. It mm. wasn't just one set of fans. It wasn't just Xbox. It wasn't just PC. It was the whole side. Anyone who got yeah. to play that said it was a mess. Like right. PC, and Xbox, PlayStation, even specifically on Xbox, there were there were like not bugs, but like ridiculous, unfinished, broken graphic craziness on screen. You know, yeah, they really, didn't even really look, unusual didn't even, things. Didn't even look like weapons. Didn't even yeah, look like weapons. weird, was... weird stuff is going on. Like it's not like oh yeah, it's done but not stable. It's like not done. There's like yeah. wireframe assets and stuff like in the in the middle of the the, the thing. It's just so weird. Anyway, we we could keep talking the, the multiplayer move, moving <laughs> forward, but I just hope that when this this holiday season comes, that there's place enough for all of us, all of them, to kind of find their own thing. Because uh, my my fear is that everybody goes in on Halo and then they blow their load. Pause a little too early. <laughs> yeah, and and, and yeah. It, before before the rest of them show up and before Forge comes and all that, it, it becomes oh old news. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping there's still good competition within the space during the before you know all of this becomes a problem. You know, uh, Halo is going to be the big dog, but there should be others as well. Uh, I should also mention before we move on to the next the next topic at hand. I also played uh, Metroid Dread for for my for my Nintendo fans out there. Uh, I don't have footage of it because Nintendo, as usual, is full of absolute something I shouldn't say on a Saturday morning. Good luck trying to record their footage. I had to like I, I can do it. But it was just such a pain in the ass that by the time I figured it out, I was just like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I had to record it through my PC with a weird little capture card thing because, you know, Switch doesn't really let you record as easily. And I don't, I personally don't like using external capture cards when my game consoles and my PC can internally record. Why should I pay the extra two, three hundred dollars for something that is redundant? But Nintendo tells me that it's not redundant. And I'm saying, screw you, Nintendo. Anyway, game is great, though. Lots of lots of headaches with it. Uh, uh, I played it just you keep banging your head against the wall it's unusually difficult but I do like <laughs> the aesthetic it's it's like old school difficult to the point yeah. where you just at some point you gotta you know you can't rage quit or throw your controller because your controller is the switch <laughs> you might as well just throw uh. it <laughs> but yes I was playing it I thought it was fun I may go back to it but it's a little frustrating from time to time. So I've just been kind of playing it in short spurts, you know, and I play with my kids because it's the Switch and they go, oh, daddy, you want to play? And I'm just like, no, my daughter, I must I must uh, step away for a moment and go yell in a corner without you seeing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's been happening with me. I may figure it out and, 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 and have some footage for us to, to show next week. But if you haven't played it, it's interesting. It's fun. 
I literally had to dust off my Switch to play it, but so far it's been worth it. You know, I tend to stay away from trying to show anything Nintendo on the channel because mm. they they demonetize. Yeah, I, hear they, and they I hear they're very hard-handed with it with their horrific, stuff. Horrific, right? horrific. Okay, okay. Only so maybe that's another reason it. why I won't do it. Yeah. Only reason I don't put Nintendo stuff on the channel because otherwise mm. I would. Like even when I'm speaking about Nintendo, I can't put footage up because it would immediately get demonetized, demonetized and, and copyright yeah. striked. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely away. ridiculous. Well, I'm playing it. Is it good? Sure, it is. Should you play it? Probably. Will I show content? Probably not because Nintendo does not want us to help promote their stuff. So there you go. We will yeah. we'll move swiftly along. But as as it goes, I'll let you know. Ah, oh. <laughs> and, and and I will I will be self serving. This is my wife in the chat. She's also Dutch, and she hears she hears there's a Dutch person on screen, so she had to come ah. and represent. I love you, baby. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so let us move swiftly along to some of the topics of the week that we've been discussing. You know, th this week, it tends to happen that, that during the weeks, people have a lot of blah, 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 there's spaces and Twitter and buy all this, all this conversation, right? And this week had some uh, had a few of them as well. I just picked out a few of them. If you guys uh, think of others that I didn't, please go ahead and pick them out and we can we can discuss them real quick before we get to the quote-unquote main topic of discussion today. Uh, I will say the first the first thing I want to bring up is that idea of perfect mode, perfect for PS5 mode. Have, have you heard of this? Uh, a quick synopsis. Um, it seems, and, and, and for the record, I think PlayStation should have done this from day one, but that's neither here nor there. Well, let's get to it. Uh, they have, obviously, Sony has a lot of different kinds of hardware, TVs being one of them, soundbars, all the stuff you need for the living room. And now it looks like, and, and uh, check the show notes if you want sources to these links, I will provide those there. It looks like they're now leveraging their hardware to then go, oh, so since you want to buy a PS5, you know, this Sony TV is quote unquote perfect for PlayStation. They've added features in there, adding VRR in there. They're adding auto HDR. Sound familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> auto HDR. A few other things here and there to entice people to buy that hardware because it works best with PlayStation, right? Perfect for PlayStation. They're doing the same thing on their sound bars as well. What do you guys think about this whole turn of events? I'll start with you, Patrick. What do you think is a good idea, bad idea? What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Like it's it's the 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 consumer. Like he can decide what to do. You know, like mm -hmm. do you want to buy a new TV again for that amount of money? I don't know. Uh, can people afford it? Because how how much will it be? You know, that's that's also the question. Because uh, if you buy a PlayStation Five, it costs five, maybe six hundred euros. Mm -hmm. Buy a new TV. And the TVs that are new now are more than a thousand euros. So you know, indeed, like indeed. And by the way, really we're, we're going to get into how much it costs where you live. That's the main topic of conversation. We'll get back yeah. there, but it's good that you bring it up right now. Please continue. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, like it's is it a good idea? Mm, I don't know. You know, like mm. I'm happy with what I have, and if it if I can play games, that's the most important thing about it. And um. Yeah, I don't really look at the those kind of things with the uh, late Odyssey and that kind of things, and the you know that doesn't the matter for me. Grass and, and the yeah, and the, no, the exactly. FPS and all of the counts and all that. You know, that's not what really where you look. No, no, no. Like the, the the most important thing is that I can play games, I can play with my friends, 
and that's it. You know, I don't, I don't pay attention to like all the kind of specs on the TV. It, it's cool. You have 4k and that kind of stuff. And that, that's good for me, man. So yeah, I, I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I'm, I'm between it's just, it. Like, it's just a bit to you. It's just a business decision. It is what it is. They're doing what they're doing. Is that the case? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I can see that. that. That's, and that's a, that's a pretty, pretty good opinion of it. Uh, I thought so, so. I had a, an old Sony Bravia from like way back in the day, and when it when and this was during the PlayStation Four time. And when it came, before anybody knew anything, it literally showed up at my door, brand new, with a PlayStation Now icon on it. So you could play right. PlayStation Now in PS Four before even the PS Four Pro. You could like click onto it, sign up with the DualShock Four, and like play streamed games a la Game Pass way back then and then they turned it off for some reason you know i thought it was very strange and now we're starting to see this stuff dutch what's what's your opinion on it how, how do you feel about the whole perfect for playstation logo and and it doesn't look like they're, they're, they're it doesn't so far it doesn't look like they're expanding into third party like other companies doing it it's all so far their specific branding you know and, yeah. and we also hear now they have a they have a ssd they they, they created their own ssd under a under a, a sub company yeah. You know, a third, yeah, but it's technically theirs, but it's not really Sony branded. What, what do you think of all of this? That I feel like there's there's something about to happen, but they're talking about it on the edges before they get to the the center of it. What, what do you think? Yeah, it's it's like Apple. It's mm. to, to put it perfectly, it's like Apple. Apple Apple will try and keep you into one ecosystem, and I think Sony are trying to do that. They're going to try to trying to force your hand to have one ecosystem. Yes, you can use other things, but ours is going to play best, and I think they're trying to engineer. The, the consumers too to think like that mm-hmm. um, these things the things the features specifically that they can do on this auto HDR and auto mm-hmm. low latency odd features mm-hmm. that other TVs can't do um, by the looks of things they're just choosing to not let those third parties use them particular features at this point they're just saying right okay well these these features are only going to be available on the Sony Bravia TVs and certain Sony models mm-hmm. um that's why it makes it best to play your PlayStation on a Sony TV. Yeah. Um, so it is both. It's anti-consumer in one way because, of course, you, you're limited in someone's choice. If someone wants to get the best out of their PlayStation, then they have to purchase a Sony TV if they want mm-hmm. the best out of their PlayStation. If, like a normal casual person, they don't really care. They just want to play PlayStation and want to play any game that comes out for PlayStation. They don't really care too much about what it looks or how it plays. Uh, they just like PlayStation. Then they'll just buy a PlayStation and buy a TV. I think the vast majority of people, specifically the fact that this article was just kind of swiftly put out. It wasn't no big deal about it. It was just yeah. They just kind of <laughs> they just kind of put it out there. Yeah, just slid it out. Yeah, you know, just don't don't make a big fuss. They kind of just said it. Um, I don't think anybody will know about it anyway. Um, which means that people won't be educated on the on the subject. They won't know. I mean, it, but that works both negatively and positively for Sony because they yeah. don't know that to get the best of PlayStation, you buy a Sony TV. Um, of course, we've seen months back that they had these... Um, we see these bundles coming up when they were trying to ship out the PlayStation near launch. Um, and they were bundling the PlayStation 5 with the brand-new Sony TVs. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking, well, that is a really expensive bundle. That is yeah. like a mega Indeed. expensive bundle. Indeed. Um, yes. But now we know why. 
because of course they were the kind of engineering them to to work specifically or work much better um on a sony tv compared to competing models um so, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, i have a question and yeah. and maybe maybe it's my lack of knowledge or or i thought we were still missing a bit of data here you know, I know that the, the console itself is incapable of doing some of these features, right? And and just so folks are aware, some of the features we're talking about, auto HDR, like Xbox does now, it tone maps the game, whichever game yeah. you're on, and tries to emulate HDR settings on games that normally don't have it, right? I don't yeah. know how well this will work because even on Xbox's side, what they what they end up doing is they calibrate it per game because some games benefit from that auto HDR, some games don't. Yeah. If it's a feature that's just built into the TV, it may very well just blow things out and you, there's no nuance there. That's neither here nor there, but that's how Xbox is currently handling it. And they're handling it on the console level, right? And then you have VRR, which is variable refresh rate, right? Which is a TV feature that keeps, that uh, matches the frame rate of the current content that's on your screen. So your frame rate drops with the console, the console game content you're playing. And because of that, it doesn't, it doesn't, feel bad when you're playing it right it matches yeah. the frame rate so no if it's a little terror. less than 60 or a little less than 120 or whatever it compensates and that's how you feel it still stays smooth that's also a feature that's console specific not necessarily just to the tv both the console and the television must support this feature right and then we have yeah. auto low latency mode which brings your your, your latency of the tv uh, display to a uh, one mill millisecond or less so that it's really really fast these are all features that that, that pc gamers are, are very well well versed in yeah. my question is people went to the whole hey it's exclusive content for for PlayStation right for the for the Bravia line I thought and and, and this is me not knowing I, I don't fully understand and please correct me if I'm mistaken uh, Dutch I thought that they were adding these features to their TVs but as as an option to bring their TV standards up so that the LG LG line isn't the only game in town because that's the only game in town right now. Anybody that wants yeah. to buy anything next gen TV for your console, it's LG, mm -hmm. right? This seems like they're just trying to say, hey, our our TVs are good as well. They have these features as well. You should buy them if you're a PlayStation lover because they will work with those things. But they have not added those features to the console side yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. Folks are spinning folks are saying this is exclusive. I don't necessarily see it being exclusive per se. It just seems more like they're they're getting their TVs ready. So then one day you'll see an update, a firmware update that then adds VRR and adds all those things that then lets the PS5 also talk to the, the to the to the P to the consoles. Now, if that's the case, if you happen to have an LG TV, it would still use VRR unless that's where I need correcting. Are we saying that when that those features are brought to the PS5, it'll check to see if you have a Bravia before you can use those features? Because that's where I'm not sure on. Because if that's I the case, I'm VR, right there with you. Anti-consumer yeah. ridiculousness, you know. VR, VRR won't be. Again, that's not on PlayStation yet, though. Yeah, not is, yet. Yeah, that's just right. weird. That's right. So yeah. I think Sony are saying that it's going to be the first TV that's going to be capable of running VRR when your PlayStation's connected to it. Okay. Um, so you're saying when it, when it is enabled... When it yep. is enabled on the console, only Bravia TVs can make use of it. I think at first, yeah. Ah, I think at first. But they're not, saying that okay. they, they're not saying VRR is going to be exclusive permanently. They are okay. saying this auto HDR feature is going to be, though. But yeah. this is my problem with auto HDR when it's just, and as you mentioned previously, on yeah. the TV itself and not on the console. When auto HDR is just on the TV, that means that HDR will kick in depending on the content type, not 
individual content types. So we're talking about overall genres. So they're saying OTHGR will decide whether or not you're playing games, watching a film, or anything mm -hmm. in between. Yep. It won't, however, then, like Xbox does on OTHGR, each individual title that has that is then fine-tuned depending on whether or not it is required or whether or not it makes a difference. Yeah, so we've seen and some, some games it blows it out. Some games yeah. it's, it's terrible. Like like what what Slomo was saying here, and, and and he's always on here bringing the facts. Appreciate you, man. Some of them don't work well in dynamic dynamic day night cycles, right? And, yeah. and and Xbox knows this. That's why some games just don't feature that auto HDR, even though it's a thing that could be usable. They just yeah. don't turn it on because it, it looks like they find that it makes the visuals worse, right? Yeah. So how do you calibrate for that when it's just a, a feature on the TV? Do you have when to go just in and a turn it off? One. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's the stuff that won't work. It won't work yeah. um, as, as well as they expect because just saying, oh, we do auto hitch, it's basically like up resing on a TV. Like you can up res an image from 1084K, like all 4K TVs do. Mm -hmm. They up res from 1084K. Does that make the image on screen 4K though? No, it doesn't. No, yeah. <laughs> like the yeah, game exactly. doesn't big, the game doesn't miraculously then become 4K. It's still a 1080p yeah. image, it's just up resed. So when we when we're talking about Xbox doing internal resolution scaling, they're actually changing that internally. So the game itself is then upresed to 4K, as opposed to just a 1080p image on the screen getting upresed by the TV itself. TV, which which let's be honest, I don't care which TV you have, I don't care how much you paid for it, that processor in that TV is shit. There's no way yeah. it's gonna do rendering of, of 4K like as as accurate and as good as the console itself will. That's just nope. not possible. So yeah, I think so yes. I think personally they should have, and this is just going slightly aside from topic, but mm. Sony yeah. need to Sony slash PlayStation needed to focus more on the the features in the console before they started making the features on the TV. TV mm. features are, are great and all, but if if the the thing that plugs into the TV itself isn't capable of doing it, what's the point? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah th that's the thing that weirds me out. And that's why when people are talking about exclusivity, I'm like, let's be clear here. Are they saying, because right now, not all those features can only come from a TV, right? If you have VRR capable on your television, but the VRR is not capable, there's no VRR setting on the console, you can't use it. You just can't. Yeah. Like right exactly. now, I have I have an LG CX. I love it. My 65-inch CX, it's, it's great. If I'm playing a PS5 game on that same TV, I don't get the benefits of playing it on the Xbox. Same TV, two different consoles. VRR must be enabled on the console as well as the, the television. So them enabling it on the console on the TV, that's great. But on the console, unless people are saying, and this is where I'm still questioning, unless folks are saying, hey, PlayStation has come out and say when we enable VRR, it will be only compa compatible with uh, uh, with uh, 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 Bravia TVs, which Let's be clear. I wouldn't put it past them. I, like I said, I was I I used to be a Bravia owner, right? And in my bra in my world of owning a Bravia, if you want to use, there are certain features called um, uh, um, H HDMI system link. HDMI link is what they call it. Basically, it's yeah. CEC that lets you control things through the HDMI port. Everyone else uses a normal standard, right? Bravias also use that normal standard, but they have their special proprietary Sony version of it. So if you have that, then and you have a Sony soundbar, all of a sudden it works better than if you didn't, right? So the idea that they'll make the feature only really useful on their hardware is not impossible. I just think if they did that, that would be really nuts because a lot of people have already like 
invested in the next gen with their TVs and this and that. And now you're going to tell me that I need to to buy a Sony one before it works? That would be nuts, man. That would be absolutely crazy. I can't I can't imagine that. You know, that would be absolutely crazy. Anyway, all right. So so I honestly think that we're, the with all of this, the jury is kind of still out. Right, yeah. we we don't know if if it's if it's for real for real. It seems a little shady, but I kind of want to wait and see and see what 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 really goes down before I make that that determination. Right, you know, we'll talk about it and do a lot of the consternation on the internet as if it's console war, blah blah blah. When we all know that these guys are money men and what they want yeah. is money. They're, they see the money. If you make it, how can we make it? If you if we make more money than you do, then you're jealous of us. If we make if if if, if they make more money than us, then we look into trying to make that same level of money, if not more. Right here, and 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 there's a video of it, and you can go find it on the internet. We have Jim Ryan basically saying, "Hey, you know, we sell our games uh, at 120 million consumers. They sell about 10, 20 million copies of their games, and they find it frustrating. They wish that more. Uh, they wish that." Hundreds of millions of, of players were able to find their games and play it. And he finds the console model frustrating. Now, that sounds very suspicious, you know. And those that have been, that have been watching this show for a while and those who keep their ear to the Twitter streets will, will know why a smirk comes on people's face when they hear this comment. But I'll go to you first, Pacha. What do you think about his comments? I, I don't know how, how well-versed in the, in the back-and-forth discourse you are when it comes to all this. Oh, people want a PlayStation. Oh, everybody want an Xbox. What's better? Da, 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 all that ridiculousness. What is your opinion on this? He seems to, to be saying, hmm, I see Xbox going to start making a lot of money. I think we want to make yeah. that money too. What do you think? Well, you know, um, I understand that he, that he wants that, you know, like also uh, like earn more money from uh, the PlayStation, of course. But mm -hmm. what you now see is that I also know a lot of people that went from PlayStation to Xbox, all do because of the Game Pass. In yeah. Really? Yeah, seriously. That is surprising. Yeah, seriously. I know so many of my friends who are like, Xbox betrayed us, screw it, we're all PlayStation and they love <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, like I said, I see a lot of people also on, on social media that went from PlayStation to, to Xbox, all do because of game pass yeah, because you have so many games that you can play you know and mm -hmm. so um i i did see a little bit of this interview that he gave uh that jim Ryan gave mm -hmm. and uh, yeah i i understand that it's pretty frustrating for him that probably he sees now that um uh, for me he's some kind of losing things i don't know if i'm saying it correct but you know, it's it's pretty hard for them to keep up with the uh, with the yeah the competition the future, with Xbox. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny, future, right? Yeah. It's funny, right? It, it's like they make all the monies, all the monies, all the monies belongs yeah. to them. Now, now it's a it's a quick aside. Uh, we we found out this week that that uh, Apple makes more money than Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo combined just on games. Just on that stuff you play on your phone, they make more money than all of them. But that's neither here nor there. In the PlayStation versus Xbox land, Sony is like king, you know. But they seem to be worried every time they open their mouths, man. What do you, what do you think? Seriously, it, 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 do you think they have cause for concern here? Uh, yeah, I do. I think so. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You think uh, you think that they should they should change the way they do things and, and that the way they're doing things now will lead to failure? Because it looks like they're succeeding, right? They they have been succeeding for a long time. Yeah, also like uh there if there's one thing that, that they uh that they really need to do is like also focus on the uh community because that's probably one of the things that I think that is uh missing at the uh at PlayStation. A multiplayer, you know? community focused, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that okay. kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that that's that is an interesting take on it. Now, I, I do I do see like so rather than hey, we need more money, maybe we, we change up the flow and, and possibly put more investment dollars into something something that the more of the community would like rather than hey, we just want more money from, from these people. I understand. Yeah. What what yeah. what about what about you, Dutch? Like this whole thing is very interesting. It's almost like the man has not been paying attention to the conversation that's been happening about it within his community. Or maybe he has and decided to throw them a bone and say, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're heading in that direction. You know, what do you what do you think? He said at the beginning, he's a businessman at the end of the day. And he's, he's wanting to go wherever business is going to be good. Um, for PlayStation, business is going to be good where the most amount of people can view and play their content. And this is where even though he didn't inadvertently and he wouldn't directly kind of match his particular new philosophy on on another competing brand but this is what xbox and phil spencer have been saying for the last few years we want the most amount of people to be able to play our content as possible so that means that of course other than just on xbox we also want people to be able to play on mobile and on pc because that opens up to a whole new breadth of gamer and it also means, of course, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to spend on more platforms. Um, not only that, but of course, as Pat mentioned with regards to community, you do need to start investing. And this is why Apple are top of the train in terms of earnings, because it's all mobile apps that are filled with microtransactions and games as a service and blah, blah, blah. Yep. I actually think they, they switched up their flow and went, they were first to have a game service. Uh, I forget the the uh, uh, iOS arcade, and I mean yep. there are a few really big gems in there. Enter the Gungeon, like they yep. had their exclusive ex exit the Gungeon, which was the the the, the follow up story to the first game, which was big on Switch, on Xbox, on PlayStation. It was exclusive on on iOS for many years, for a yep. while. There have been a few really like indie AAA, if you will, that have been only on the arcade for a long time, and you pay your subscription and. And you just like jump in and download whatever games you want. It's quite interesting what's going on there, and it looks like they're making a ton of money doing. Yeah, and they've got a, again, they've got a mass market as well, though, because they've got God knows how many phones. And of course, we know Apple's great business practices yeah. where the intention is to slow down your phone when the next uh -huh. phone comes oh, out. Oh, bro, but I'm Elon, there now. I'm there Elon right Gation. now, and I'm just like, screw you, Apple. What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, my company only wants to to work with Apple. Otherwise, I don't get my work email, so I'm kind of stuck. I'm just like, what am I going to do? I want a, a nice Android phone, but they won't let me get one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I digress. Continue, sir. So, so yeah, it's 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 just the way that they're trying to do things, of course. Mm -hmm. Back back to the Sony topic. Specifically, Sony see what Microsoft are doing. From a business standpoint, this isn't just a consumer standpoint. Of course, it's going to benefit the consumer no end because more people get to play their games. Um PC players are absolutely over the moon because they get to play these games in the best versions that they can be. Indeed, um, indeed. Not only do they get, are they, are they forced to just get Microsoft Store versions of these games? They can go to Steam or Epic Store 
wherever they want to download them and, and download these games that Microsoft produce. Um, of course, if you want the full Game Pass PC um, to get all the third-party stuff as well, then you can download the um, PC app for Game Pass um, and get all the third-party stuff as well to play on your PC. And Sony do that. Of course they do. And it's, it's only going to be a matter of time until they do start doing the day and date stuff. Um, but it just it makes it makes business sense. I mean, people might disagree with that particular topic, but it's, at the end of the day, seals aren't there to protect your feelings. Um, this isn't about <laughs> this isn't about protecting someone's feelings because you don't want something to go somewhere. This is at the end of the day, it's a business. People need to remember it is a business. Jim Ryan has brought there solely to increase the operational. He is the businessman. That's for sure. Yeah, yep. Yep. the operational Indeed. capabilities of Sony. So. The, on the PlayStation aspect, he's going to put that content where it's going to make the most money possible. He's going to get the most eyes on it. and He encapsulated it perfectly. 10 to 20 million is great for a console, but we don't just want 10 to 20 million people playing the game. We want hundreds of millions of people playing the game. And to do that, you're going to have to get outside of the console. You're not going to get the same amount of... Uh, and this is kind of true, true to form... If Xbox had not have done day and date, those games specifically wouldn't have had the same impact thereafter. I think if you, if for instance, you launch Halo Infinite now and you don't launch Halo Infinite till six years time on the PC, it's no, it's going to have an impact, but it's nowhere near going to have the same impact as if it was launched at, alongside its current other model. Mm -hmm. yep. Because you, you're going to be missing out on features straight away. And I think PlayStation are try, trying to figure out immediately how you're going to kind of combat that, yeah. not do these kind of semi-ports. Um, they're still and you know, that, you know, and not go. to cut you off, I, I will let you continue. I will add, I will add more to your to your to your argument by switching up my my video and showing what I've been recently playing again, which is Avengers, mm -hmm. which yep. has been brought yes. back to the Xbox through Game Pass, and it's given me another chance to bite at the apple. I played the whole campaign on PlayStation. This is the Xbox replaying of it. Please continue. They are benefiting from Game Pass being added. We're going to hear different conversations about this game, specifically yeah. about that Game Pass point you just made. Please continue. Yeah. So, again, specifically for these services, and again, they'll probably look into that, that type of thing as well a little bit more in depth as the generation progresses. I don't believe Sony will overlook that. I think PlayStation now will have a revamp at some point over the course of this generation. To start including things, uh, I don't think they'll dive neck deep in day and date immediately for first party titles, but I can see them releasing the first party titles maybe three to six months down the line, then put them on PlayStation now. Um, it's shown that it doesn't make a, a negative difference to sales for, for Xbox or third parties. If anything, it boosts third party sales, specifically when it comes to the kind of exits from the the service obviously six to twelve months after they've been added um when they exit the service they get a, a price not a price cut but they get a um a discount before they leave so if you want to keep that game you get like a 20 percent discount or whatever it is um so you save money on it anyways if you want to keep the game if you're really enjoying it you can still buy it yep. and you can still buy it even even with, even with if, it if you're not it. that's right yes yeah. exactly 100 100 yeah but they're going to and, see and uh, the main thing for them go on no, no, just just pointing out the, the community of a quick comment saying that he's playing that stuff. Sean is also playing Avengers and it's a bit of a slog. I don't disagree with you, Sean. I will say that I love the campaign in spite of the game. I wish they would have a campaign section and then a multiplayer section. 
but they try to mix it together. So you have to literally dig through the multiplayer to get to the good stuff. And that's annoying. I completely agree. Please con- continue what you were saying, Dutch. Yeah, but in, in terms of in terms of business, um, the way the business is going and the way business is, is going to need to evolve to keep up with competition because they're going to, obviously they're gonna to have to do their own spin on things, they're gonna to have to make decisions that are gonna differentiate them from the competition. Um and but at the same time also offer a, a, a similar competing service. Um anybody who thinks differently, obviously you unfortunately you need to, which is why Apple and Samsung go head to head with the, the mobile platform year on year. They have to look at each other, what each other's doing, and then think, right, we need to do something similar, but what can we do to make our thing stand out from the other? PlayStation are going to have to do that. Um, Jim Ryan knows this. Of course he does, oh, which yeah. is why he's making these comments. Um, he's, he's seeing how Xbox are, are aiming for not just the Xbox platform. Um, I think we even seen, was it uh, Konami? Um that no. mentioned that they're going to be focusing primarily on PC first. Oh uh, no, I think that's Capcom. 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 Yes, yep. yes. Which is also um, very interesting. It's very yep. interesting. You know. <laughs> so, but they they essentially what both of these companies are saying is we want to get our games in the most the hands of the most people as possible to make the most money. And where are we going and to PC go? PC games are way more luc- lucrative, more users than any yeah. console at all. Yeah, yep. you're absolutely right. Yep. So first, again, and, and the only other edge that Microsoft have here is that they've got a specific mobile edge market here with cloud. Um, and we've we've seen, I've even seen posts now because it has eventually released in Japan. Um, and these, these Japanese players are saying, and they're all clicking onto it. They're like, oh, so I don't need the hardware to play the Xbox games now. And they're like, no, no, you can just play on cloud. And they're like, so what's the caveat? And is it just a, a good enough internet connection? Yeah, like oh, caveat is: do you have your monthly subscription, and is your internet decent? There you go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And if you're playing on PC specifically, the browser version is phenomenal. Pretty damn decent. Yeah, I've been playing it here on the console. I have I have Avengers locally downloaded, and I've played it also from the browser on the same PC. And yes, you can definitely tell the difference, but it's like Netflix. You know, if you're watching The Matrix on Netflix and you watch it on Blu-ray, you'll see. A stark difference, but you don't care. You're on Netflix because you you just need convenience. You don't need, need to whip out the Blu-ray player and find the disc, all that. You just hit play yeah. and you're playing, right? You know, <laughs> and, and this will get to that level too, I think. Please. Continue. And an- another thing as well, aside from that, and people have to because, of course, gaming is meant to be accessible, but well, at least originally was meant to be accessible by the most amount of people possible, regardless of where their mental situation lies. Whether or not they can afford to, you, cause not everyone's going to be able to afford every generation to pick up five, right. six, seven hundred right. pound yeah. items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not feasible, and you can't do it all in one. So, yeah. of course, they started with um, this um, Xbox kind of subscription thing, where you can get an Xbox on a monthly payment plan. Of course, that's great for people with good credit histories. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, you've got Game Pass. And with the evolution of Game Pass and xCloud, it also means now that you don't have to buy a box, which brings more people into the fold that couldn't technically afford to buy a console or are stuck on previous-gen consoles because they can't afford to upgrade. So these people stuck with Xbox Ones that really want to play the series games and like, oh, well, I, I know I'm never going to be able to afford that for at least another yeah. four or five years. Well, you're not going to get left behind. You're going to be able to play these games and whenever you can monetary afford to to upgrade in the future if you still want to at that point then you're going to be able to but up until then you've got an option to play these games 
You know, it's funny you say that. Like, I've known this was a thing they were going to do for a long time. Like, uh, Phil Spencer in his interviews and other other places has not made a secret that that's where they want to go. But the first yep. time I played Flight Simulator on my old school VHS <laughs> thick old box of OG Xbox One, it was a mind-blowing experience. It really was. And the second time I played flight sim on my OG OG Xbox. When I say OG, I'm talking about the first one. I have a hacked <laughs> version. I have a browser running on it. I ran the browser, ran Xbox.com. Guess who's playing the latest and greatest Series X games with ray tracing <laughs> and all that on the OG of OG Xbox. Still possible. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. It really is. It blew my mind. That This is what I do. I, I, I'm the tech guy. I love making one thing do another thing. And yeah. just the, the fact that you can use Right now, you can buy a Series S, and it is literally like the ultimate console. Like, yep. ultimate console. Because of that browser update, you can emulate older games in the browser. You can play Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, like all the old school stuff through the browser. You can do that. You can play Steam games yep. through GeForce Now. You can play Stadia games. <laughs> like, all of them. No matter what the hell you want to play, Dreamcast, all this. Whatever the hell you want to play, if you want to figure it out, that one console can do it all. Yep, that's amazing to me, and the fact that they let you do that without having to hack it. Because oh, I've done a lot of hacking in my day to make you know media players and stuff work on old consoles. Now they're just going have at it. You know, Steam Deck is coming. We'll beat them to the punch. Whatever you yeah. want to do, just go ahead and do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely crazy. You know, and I, I don't think a lot of people have recognized that, and maybe it's because they're not so knee-deep into the cool techie stuff, but I don't see a lot of people have recognized that this is a new world order. This is something that's never happened before. Most consoles yep. are locked the hell down. You have to spend years of your life trying to figure out how to circumnavigate you know, the security protocols they put in, and this is also locked down, but they're giving you everything you want, so you don't have to unlock it to get what you want out of it. Exactly. You know, I, I just find it, it's just the the tech of it is so so freaking weird and interesting. You know, and the thing about is the first party stuff as well that goes onto these services is the fact that again, regardless of what generation you are, you can now play the games across any generation, even if they are series exclusives. Um, yes, it's going to be the the 1080p 60 version. However. You're not going to be held out of content. You're not going to be held out of anything like that. If if there's a season pass, you can still purchase it and still play it. Um, you can literally just do anything. Yeah, I'm not a member of Mon Anonymous. Stop that. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's essentially just not locking anybody out of anything. Yeah. Um, and again, and as as Phil Spencer has stipulated. Of course, at the end of the day, the best places to play these games are going to be Series X and PC, like yep. natively. Um, it's never going to be different. This nope. is just an option. Of course, xCloud is going to be 1080p 60. We're going to keep it at that. Of course, we saw other platforms. Do we think that upgrade that may at some point increase? It, huh? I think the the only viability on, on increasing that is when more of the world's networks get better. Of course, yeah. it's all well and good myself, and I think you both have gigabit Ethernet mm -hmm. um, and, and gigabit uh, fiber, but the vast majority, and I think Pat's got gigabit as well. You've got one gig, haven't you? Gig fiber. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, the vast majority, I think the average speed in the UK is still sitting at around 20 meg. <laughs> so you've, 
yes, you could put an option for 4K in there, but right now, is it essential? No. Um, I think when the world's networks start to alleviate and when the world's networks start to catch up and make things more commonplace where people have got at least like 200 meg connections minimum average across the board and america stops faking and whenever they say 5g to the point where people like we have 5g now no you don't stop it you don't have 5g cut it out (laughs) yeah no you are correct you are correct like five five actual 5g networks are like Mm -hmm. 500 600 700 meg plus connections yeah amazing connections you have to literally stand in one place hold your foot in the air and put your phone up like this for a while before it works right now we're not there yet just because your at&t and your t-mobiles and all your companies are throwing fake 5g symbols at you doesn't mean we're there stop it stop the bs marketing but yes yes i i completely agree with you now it's good that you, you you bring this up because this transitions us to the next story rather rather seamlessly which is that the verge has reported and i i think those of us that have been playing it for a while could have could have told you, you guys this, but it's been confirmed now that all of the the when you connect to the X Cloud servers, all of the consoles that you're playing in the cloud are Series X consoles. You can definitely tell that difference. I could, you know, uh, when I first for a while there, like I've been lucky enough. I like beta stuff. I like beta testing things. I always have. So like that's why I, don't, I keep my old consoles. So uh, uh, even my old Xbox One, I, I still have them. Um, the all the other consoles, I keep them around so I can play with it and tinker with it and stuff. So I've been part of the beta program on Xbox for a while. When they first announced this whole, you know, xCloud thing, I was lucky enough to get in. And I've kind of slowly but surely watched as they transitioned. There, in the beginning, there were some games you just cannot play on xCloud. You just can't do it. You know, there's, you have to play it a certain way. Otherwise, it's like the latency is too much. You just yeah. can't play it. You, you will always be like behind the eight ball, you always feel like something's wrong. That has definitely changed now, you know, and, and, and I hear a lot of folks in the gaming community, people who I respect talking about how ah, it's not ready for prime time. Uh, I think I heard Jez, Jez recently uh, said, changed his mind on it. He's he, Jez Corden. I, I think I heard him on the last Xbox two saying that he, he's, he's updated his, his thoughts on it. Anyone that hasn't played it recently. And by recently, I mean, in the last five, six months, go ahead and try it again. Because there is a vast difference. It really is. You can tell the speed of it. It loads up real quick. And now they're saying confirmed that when you're playing it, you're literally, they they have the the system on chips, which are Xbox series consoles, the Series X consoles. And those are the consoles that are literally in the Blade chassis. And that's what you're playing off of. So you're basically playing a Series X in the cloud, you know, and, and, and it, it definitely shows some upgrades there. Have you guys gotten a chance? Pacha, I think I'll start with you. Uh, I know the Nederland has has a uh, uh, game pass on cloud right now, right? It was one of the first yeah. to get it. I know that not everywhere did, but uh, Nederland was able to get it. Have you been playing with it? Do you notice? Do you like it? Is it one of those things that you use or it's not really your thing? How, how, how do you feel? Um, yeah, I, I've used it in the beginning. So when it came out. Um, when it wasn't that started, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it wasn't that good because you, you mm-hmm. could see like the, the lag and the... The, the, yeah, it, it didn't run pretty good. Um, but after the last time that I played is it's a pretty long time ago, to be honest. So I need to check it out right now, how it works, how it runs and stuff. But uh, yeah, I've, I've seen also um, things that it, it's much better than it was before. So um, 
for now I cannot say if it's any if it's better or stuff because I didn't try it out yet. You tried it out yet. But okay. Yeah, so I definitely gonna do it. Um, so. Uh, but yeah. in in Nederland now, you guys, you guys uh, like so in in the in the hypothetical world where you use it, it's like Netflix. You know, gebruikbaar door iedereen. Everybody can just grab it whenever they want, right? In that mm-hmm. world, do you see like like uh, uh, ISPs, your your phone companies supporting it? Because that's a lot of bandwidth being used at all times like that is a lot oh, yeah. netflix is something but this is a whole lot more this is the equivalence of many many netflix movies per one session you know do you see a world where everybody can just grab grab their phone and just keep it moving or is your is the isps in, in the phone companies in Nederland still pushing back on it a little bit how, how, how's that working out in, in where you live uh yeah i to be honest i have i, I don't still know unknown, about that huh? like yeah, yeah, because you don't hear a lot about it. So um, they need to do yeah, a like lot more said, in that department, I suspect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, letting people know, hey, this is something you can do now, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's not like really they don't uh, say a lot of things about that. So not advertise as much. I expect. No, I expected no. that by now you go to Media Mark, you want to buy a new TV, it comes with a Game Pass subscription, six months, something like that, right? It should like Samsung TVs, LG TVs, they should come pre-bundled with maybe an Xbox controller and six months Game Pass. That will automatically yeah. get a bunch of gamers in. I'm surprised it's not like that. So back in the oh. day when I lived in Holland, uh, because they don't do as many shady stuff as they do in America as far as getting you to buy their stuff, they they have to compete in different places. So this was a long time ago, but you'd go and get a new new mm-hmm. uh, 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 phone subscription and they'll offer you a free TV or they'll offer you the new device of some cool thing. Just so you buy yeah. from them versus somebody else, you know. Whereas on 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 at that time in America, they were like, "Yeah, you can't unlock your phone. Why? Because we said so." I bought it. Too bad. In Nederland, <laughs> you can unlock whatever the hell you want, and they have to compete, giving you more stuff, more features, more benefits, yeah. right? So I was yeah. always about that. So I'm surprised they haven't really done that. I think that's probably more Microsoft needing to spend more time out there, you know, delivering the good word as 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 it is, right? Dutch, what what do you think? What do you think of this whole? You know, now they're they're a hundred like like the uh, way more games than they advertise. They always say a hundred plus games. It's averaging about four or five hundred games, depending on when you look. Yeah. And now they have Series X's in the cloud. Anytime you play it, if you happen to be in a good network connection area, it is decent and it plays great. You know, if you can play uh, what's that game that everybody loves so much? If you can play Hades, which is like the most demanding from a latency perspective, if you can play that on the cloud with a touchscreen. They've yeah. made it, in my opinion. What, what do you What do you think? So yeah, I've I've had a chance to play it on mobile and on. I haven't tried it on console yet, even though I've got mm. that flighting. Um, mm. I have tried it on PC on the browser, um, both in a in a kind of work environment on 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 a lunch break once, just to see what it was like to see how a, a work network handled it versus just a normal network. Um, and to be honest, the the I was surprised at how well it worked on browser. Um, really, really strong. Um, this was just after the. I think they were pretty much just mopping up on getting Series X's all um, into into formation. I think it was only like, all right, we're going to be done in the next two weeks. So it's pretty much pretty much all Series X at that point. Um, but yeah, I've, it's a hundred percent. It's it's a notable difference from when it first launched. Um, in terms of the games on Game Pass, etc., they can only legally say one hundred because. Each so 
Yeah. Well, no, it's each nation's each nation. Oh, oh yeah, it has different all games. Have the same number. Yeah. See, there we yeah. go. That, that's cool. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, so, so you're say... saying different regions may have different games, but they'll all yeah. at least have a hundred. That's why they keep saying at least a hundred. Yeah. So good each, stuff. of course, that, each that's nation, a good explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Each each nation, because each nation does differ depending on what they have. Um, obviously, only certain certain nations might miss out on one or two games um, here and there, or there are certain kind of cr old old titles that aren't on the service for, for certain nations. Um, they can only legally say one hundred, um, but of course, it's around about the five hundred mark now um, across the board. And the vast majority of nations do have anywhere between three and five hundred games on their service. Um, but yes, a legal legal standpoint, they can only say a hundred plus yeah, games. One hundred officially. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I see. I never thought of it that way, and you're absolutely right because yes, they they, they and uh, I've heard them speak to the fact why certain regions don't have what others have and things like that because of certain legal ramifications and whatnot. That is a very good. I'd never thought of that. See, there you go. This this is this is good stuff. That is that is a very good explanation of it. Yeah. But no, course, okay. So, certain nations as well for certain games have censoring, so some of them just don't put it in the first place. Sure, of course, sure, like, yes. Like Germany, if people don't know, famously Germany, Germany with Wolfenstein, um, mm -hmm. they wanted nothing to do with the Nazi symbols. Um, mm -hmm. They made them completely change the game so it wasn't Nazi at all. Nazi wasn't even referenced in that game in Germany. Now, every time, every time you say that game, I have to remember Archie saying Wolfenstein. But okay, continue. Wolfenstein. <laughs> yes, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I love that game. You're absolutely right. There's a specific thing. You know, I, I, wasn't there a law that said you couldn't even call your your, your kid Adolf at some point in in Germany? Like yeah. there was a thing. Yeah. In, in, like about that. It's, okay. it's com still completely against the law to deny um, the war crimes as well. Like, sure. And, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Famously, an, an old woman known as Nazi Grandma um, was sent mm. to prison for denying mm -hmm. the holocaust um mm -hmm. yeah, i do recall that story a long time ago <laughs> i do recall yeah. that story yes, yes. but this this because mm -hmm. the problem they've got is this this one one particular section in switzerland slash germany on the borders of switzerland and germany um that is very much still old school germany it was where all the old ss troopers went to mm -hmm. live at the end of the war um and they're very much in the same ilk as they ever used to be. So yeah, yeah. German laws proceeded. <laughs> oh yeah, some things, some things change, some things don't, <laughs> and that's everywhere, I suspect. Mm -hmm. But no, this this is this is a great great place to 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 actually transition to the topic at hand, you know, and oh, and we've already started heading down that direction. So uh, basically, the reason the reason why I was so excited to bring these gentlemen on is because. Uh, um, we and, and and the title suggests it, gaming outside the bubble. We in the states, you know, and and I've been lucky enough to be in and outside the states. So it seems that we always seem to be in that bubble of it's it's about us, for us, within us. And there's a lot of gaming that happens outside the United States, right? It seems to me like the platform holders and the manufacturers seem to always focus on North America to the detriment of all their other fans. And there's a lot more people outside of North America than there is in North America compared to compared to, you know, comparatively since they're in the the business of making money, right? So and 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 um and I will give the the credit where it's due here. I I have had some some chats on 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 the spaces and I think Gerald Mack one of his spaces we we had a conversation about it. You know, a lot of folks seem to forget 
that these games are played in many different locations. And in those different locations, there are different ramifications. There are different pricing models, things that you get, things that you don't get. You know, a, a quick aside, and we can get started for, off of this, a quick aside that, that blew my mind when Dutch told me when the, when the B2B uh, Halo flight thing happened, you know, one of them was American time, right? Like you assume that they are all within the time frame of where the gamers live. No, they were officially American time. So if you happen to be the, the diest hard Halo fan, you're waking up at three in the morning to, to partake. That is some absolute <laughs> horse shit, like ridiculous, you know? And that just blew my mind, you know? How the hell could they not think about that for other regions? I get why they were doing it. It's a flighting, it's American. But then cut it off and say it's American focused. And maybe the next fighting will be European focused. And if you, America, are diehard, maybe you'll wake up at three in the morning to go to, to partake the second time, you know, something like that. But it seems to consistently be that it's always America first. And even though all the money is, is elsewhere, you know, it's all about what they need, what they are about, how they need to be satiated while all the others get a little bit second, short shrift, I think, a little bit. And I think that's a little un unfair and, 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 and unnecessary. And, and I have the perfect gentleman here to discuss it with me. <laughs> so I think I'll start with you, Dutch. You know, what are your thoughts here? You know, uh, we've had many a conversation about pricing models, right? Yeah. Some people say, oh, I, I don't, who cares? It's 10, 10 more dollars. Who cares? Some people, $10, when you, when you translate that to how it equates in their, in their currency, in their country, becomes prohibitively expensive. I've heard horror stories of Australia, you know, uh, uh, even even Canada, which shouldn't be that bad, is worse than you'd think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so what do, what do you think, Dutch? How, how are games priced in your in your neck of the woods? Where are you located exactly? How are games priced in your neck of the woods? And what do you think of, of, of this environment? Yeah, so I'm in the UK as it stands, and it's 70 British pounds for a new PlayStation title or 60 British pounds for um a new xbox title of course mm. um it specifically it gets more expensive when you start to see more of these these third party games specifically the fifa i mean fifa's ridiculous this year if anybody's looked at the price of fifa to get the cross generation one it's like 80 pounds which is insane um to to put that into perspective if i'm doing quick calculations uh, i'll just use google for this one so 80 pound to dollars uh, $108, uh, maybe $109. $108, $108 yeah. yeah. Yeah, $109 there. Uh, if I'm doing that just on... It's $95.5 for your standard game on PlayStation here, um, which, as you can imagine, is just absolutely insane. To, to, yeah. It's it's not just a £10 increase. Like it's, yes, it's a £10 increase, but that to your equivalent is like a $20 increase. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 70 pound game is a hundred bucks, $95 and 28 cents. It's a hundred bucks. People a hundred dollars yep. per game, per, per game. game, per returnal. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Why we, yeah. So the reason we were kind of booting off with it and saying, mm -hmm. right, well, it's 70 pound is because then it becomes a decision you really have to think on whether or think not you want to it, yes. buy that game now. No impulse purchases. Yes. Yeah. It's not a case of just, I'm just going to pick this up now because it's now I'm looking at things. And I'm like, do I really, do I really? And then I've had the chance to play the battlefield beta there. And I thought, 
I'm not paying seventy pound for that as it stands. There is no chance. And I had it pre-ordered. I've cancelled it. Um, there you go. Is it? It's. It's. You've got to think about it. When I think about how much money, like, and this is again being spoiled by by options that I've been given by Microsoft this generation. But when you can convert that seventy pound into seven months of Xbox Game Pass, I've got seven months of new games mm-hmm. that I don't have to purchase day one. Of course, I'm you still have to per- pay seventy. Do- you have to pay a hundred dollars yeah. for each per per game. Yeah, per insane, game. man. But then I'm looking at the fact that I'm still going to get purchases here and there, staple games that I I will always purchase. So I'm still getting Forza Horizon Ultimate Edition because I always I always get it. It's one of them things, just one of them games that you go, yep, I need that. Yeah, I have the two hundred dollar mammoth woolly crazy thing. I love Forza Horizon. So yeah, I mean, I'm 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 speaking PlayStation. I I love uh, Horizon. Yes, one of the few uh, box set crazy big old things I get. I'm like you. I usually don't get the specialty blah 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 because yeah. it's digital games, you know. But no, c- please continue. Yep. Yeah, with 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 that. But at least I know with Forza Horizons Ultimate Edition, I'm getting the two expansions on top of that, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. getting the car pass, and I'm getting VIP, which means XP's doubled, etc. So I'm getting things that are actually worthwhile for my progression throughout that game. But I'm also getting mm-hmm. expansions. So paying eighty for that. Or a hundred dollars, US one hundred and twenty US dollars, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that has a benefit. That has expansions. When I'm talking about just seventy for a base game and nothing else that comes with it, paying a hundred dollars, <laughs> that's insane. Like that's a yeah. lot of money to pay for very little. Um, yeah. And again, I mean, thankfully, I was going to say, thankfully, the movie. You've seen the the comment there. Remember when we used mm-hmm. to purchase movies? Um, thankfully, the cost of we've got a, a place over here called View Cinemas, and the cost to actually go and watch a movie and view is mm-hmm. far cheaper than a lot of the other places now. Great, um, which is good. It's like five British pounds or something, six British pounds, awesome. which is that, not that much. Is, that is very cheap. Cheap in comparison. Very yes. cheap. Very true. Very true um, yeah. But the vast majority, you go to like a Cineworld or Audion or something like that. You're talking like eight, nine, ten pounds, which is like it's creeping up again. Then you get the extras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. But Out in terms here, of we used to yeah. we used to have AMC Stubbs A list. Like AMC five, ten dollars, depending on which region you're in. Some places are twenty, thirty dollars a movie. And then AMC Stubbs A list came up and it basically became the Netflix of going to the movies. You pay your monthly subscription, I think it's 20 bucks a month or whatever, and you get to watch three movies a week, right? And I used to subscribe to that until the T virus came and, and ruined our lives. But you know, when you walk in there. Not having to pay for a movie, and that's any movie IMAX, yeah. Dolby, whatever you want. It's free. You walk in, then you'll end up spending that same money, but you're buying popcorn, you're doing this, you're do- that's exactly what you're doing right now because you're not exactly. paying for the game. You're more likely to pay for that DLC, you know, and that's a perfect it, plan. It, it's a what, good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it works since this is as it stands, this is working more, especially if you're a multi platform gamer, it's working in Sony's favor, Xbox having Game Pass. Because Xbox have Game Pass, this is another way to think about it as well, especially if you're multi-platform, you're more likely to spend a load more money buying brand new games on Sony PlayStation because you have Game Pass. Because you're saving money on Xbox. So over on Xbox, you're no longer paying that £60 to get their brand new title Mm -hmm. because you're paying £10 a month. So you're saving £50 on these new titles every time, which means you, if you have a PlayStation, you can go, oh, well, that new game on PlayStation come out. So... I can afford to buy that and still get all of my Xbox games, and I don't have to worry about it. 
So PlayStation's yep. inadvertently, if you're a multi-platform gamer, benefiting from all this, benefiting yeah. from this, hundred percent, yep, hundred um, percent. Yep. But yeah, it's in terms of it is utter value, and obviously people people will see that, and it's this is why I want PlayStation to kind of step up on that side, and I think they will at some point. Um, but it is it's again about bringing more people in who might not necessarily be able to afford to get everything brand new day one. And I'm sorry, but when you when you're coming to Christmas time as a family, and if you've got two, three kids, um, and each one of them is either asking for a new platform or asking for a group of games, those those PlayStation games start to rack up pretty quickly. Oh if yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Even for one or you're talking two or three games each, mm-hmm. yet that's six, seven hundred, like all yeah. in all. With controllers, maybe it's a headset, maybe it's oh, t-shirts. Yeah. And it it adds it up racks quickly. Up yes, super quick. Yep. Um, so you've got to think like when I've always spoke about the cost of things, it's not just coming from my perspective, but right, general consumer. If you're looking at what the general consumer is going to look at and see, is how can I get the most for the money that I'm paying? And if yep. you're looking from the outside, Xbox is there specifically. They can go get a brand new Xbox for their kids at Christmas. Get a 12-month subscription of Game Pass, which is like £80. Um, and then that's it. You've got every game that comes to Xbox, plus all these unannounced games that are going to be dropping into the service for 12 months. Boom. Facts. You don't yeah. have to worry about that at Christmas. No. You can go on a couple of days beforehand, install loads of brand new games for them. As soon as they boot up that console on Christmas Day, poof, everything's ready. Ready to rock and roll. No hey, discs. Or- screw installing all those games for them. Just hand them a browser and say, "Have at it," because they can play. They can play. Yeah, they can do that as well. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely nuts. No, let's bring you in on the conversation, Pachi. Like, like, yeah. like, like, how how are game costs in your neck of the woods these days? How how are they? How is that working out? Do you do you feel like? And and I'm not being specific to PlayStation or Xbox, just in general. You know, do you feel like game makers and platform holders like listen and and are paying attention to the Nadelant audience and and the people who play games there, you know, what is your view of it? Do you pay, are you end up paying a lot more? Like I'm from the ilk where we used to spend guilders, right? And then it switched, it switched wow, to, to Euros. Yes. I remember the guilders <laughs> indeed. Yes. And I remember yeah. all that craziness that happened when, when the Hilda left and the, and the, and the Euro showed up. So how is uh-huh. it now being a gamer and li- living in Nederland? Well, like, um, for games, I think like we are at the same price as what uh, Duchess has. Uh, it's around 70, uh, 60, 70 euros. So uh, if I'm correct, that should be like maybe 10 bucks more than. Uh, uh, it's actually what? it's actually almost $20 more. Like in, in the States, 70 euros is close to, well, if it's about the same, then 80. 70 euros is almost yeah. $20, 80, 85, somewhere like that. It might be yeah, close, yeah, close yeah. to that one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the yeah. pound is a little bit more lucrative than, than, than most is currently. True. Yeah. But um, to be honest, I haven't purchased any game for the last two years, I guess, because I have Game Pass. And uh, if I buy a game, I do it on sale on the Xbox because you have a, a lot of games that, that drops in prices. And that's when I have like something, yeah, I want to buy this game. I buy it when it's lower in price. I don't have, I have a few physical games, but uh, yeah, I don't play them a lot at this moment because of Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, 
that game yeah, pass man it keeps coming up it's one of those defi- it, yeah, the, the defining situations you know it it's is, actually it interesting so so you yeah. play a lot of games how long has game pass been available in Netherlands? I, I forget uh has it been for available for a long time now or is, was it a later edition was it one of the first um, ones to get added do you recall when did you sign sh- up for game pass is a better question i guess i think uh around three years ago or something Okay, so it's been out for a yeah. while in your neck of the woods. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. something okay. three or four years. Yeah. So, and I was lucky enough to to receive uh, a few codes from friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't uh, purchased any Game Pass uh, for the last two years. <laughs> and and pro, so, yeah, tip, that, pro tip uh, from Harmonica: If you follow my Microsoft Reward Daily Challenges and get the streak going, you can easily get a free code for Game Pass every month. Uh, and and yep. I will I will add to that. If you game on Xbox, if you add, if you do all their their uh, Microsoft uh, uh, the challenges in Game Pass, you know, play a game, get this get this achievement, this and that. All those points can be converted to to monetary and literally help you pay for a game. Like I have like an Xbox onesie that I bought, like a adult onesie because I'm an idiot and I paid eighty dollars for it. I paid no money for it because I use my Xbox points. And it got all that for free. For so for anybody who doesn't know, and I, I think I should make a video on that. That thing's old, but nobody seems to know that you can literally game on Xbox and never pay a single dollar based on all that stuff that that they give you. But really good yeah. tip, Harmonica. Please continue. But even even when you do spend mm-hmm. on Xbox, you're getting points for it anyway. You get points back for spending. Yes, very true. Very yeah, true. Yeah, very true. true. Also, so if you're exactly like you said, for every dollar or something, or every ten euro if i'm mm-hmm. correct you get a point or something or mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's that whole system that works really nice because uh, one of the guys of the midweek mix-up podcast uh had to finn he also bought uh the xbox series s from all the points he earned uh mm-hmm. with the uh with the game pass uh, challenges and stuff so yeah uh yeah like i said i haven't purchased any physical game for the last Two two and a half years now, all do of game. Uh, that's great, Game man. Pass. Yeah, man, that is awesome. Be, See, that's that's how I wanted to go about it. I wanted to be like, hey, I got Game Pass now. I don't need to do that. Like, and 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 I'm smart. <laughs> I I subscribe to all these beta programs and whatnot. So like, Ubisoft will throw me a few games after I test something. This company will throw me this. I still end up paying way more. I still end up buying way more games because now I don't need to buy that game I wanted to play. You know, uh, what was it? And, and I'm going to show the footage for it a little bit later. Cyberpunk is now $10 on PlayStation. I'm like, it's only 10 bucks. Why not? Even though I have it on PC and I have it on Xbox, but now it's $10 yeah. on PlayStation. Why not? This is me. <laughs> so yeah, I end like, up do, repurposing my money to other places. I'm sorry. Go, go uh, and those kind of things like, uh, because I remember that Cyberpunk was like 70, 70 euros, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. And look at it now. It's 10 euros. Yeah. So yeah. I now I think, okay, why not? It's only 10 euros. I'm, I can buy it. And for the record, know? that game is brilliant and underrated because it was completely screwed at launch. When it eventually gets all that stuff cleaned up, it is whatever year it gets cleaned up, that'll be the game of the year that year because it's that good. It really is. You just have to yeah. have a very powerful ass PC to play it right now. And little mm-hmm. by little, every day they're cleaning that up and making it better on consoles. So, yes, you know, if you get a chance to play it, 100%, you should. Don't let anybody fool you about, oh, it's a crappy game. No, it's not. It's really, really good. Uh, salute to one bad mother in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Thank you for checking us out. Appreciate you, you being here. Gabe, oh, you wanted to ask if the PlayStation Now version of uh, uh, is PlayStation Now a good service? Is it worth it? I will tell you that I hear, and, and I don't have as much experience with it as I do the Xbox because I tried PlayStation Now, like, like I said, uh, when we started this conversation back when I had the Bravia, and back then it wasn't that great. Uh, I hear that these days they have uh, done a lot to add more content to the service and it's cheaper. So if you're like a big PlayStation gamer and you're, you're die, you, you, you want that service. I hear that's a pretty damn good service as well. I might actually jump in and test it out, out now that it's been a bit more, it's been worked on a bit. My only sticking point on, on PlayStation in general is I want day and day. People yep. buy the consoles for different reasons. I buy PlayStation for the exclusives. There's no reason for me to play it without the exclusive day and date content. Once you give me that, then I'll be there day one. Until then, Xbox is doing it for me so far with, with Game Pass and it being on PC and all of that. So, Gabo, yeah. if you happen to test it out, please come back. Let us know how you feel about it. You know, I would love to know more information about it. I, I really do want... I want... In my perfect world, there's Game Pass, right? And you have and you have Microsoft and Bethesda and all the, all the studios giving you day one titles. And there's PlayStation's equivalent of it. And they are also giving you day one titles. Charge me per month. I'll pay $20 a month for both of them together or whatever, right? And then I don't have to worry about, oh, yeah, this new game's coming out. No, the next Ghost of Tsushima should be there day one. The next this should be there. I'd be all about it. That'd be perfect for me. I would love that. So, okay, let us continue on this conversation. So pricing is kind of equal, but not necessarily the greatest, you know. Mm -hmm. I, 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 too, tend to get a lot of good deals from time to time, but I don't see those deals internationally. Now, it could also be because the the circles that I run in, right, Especially so I may not see like those. like competitions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, they completely mm -hmm. avoid Europe altogether half the time. Yep. There we go. This is the conversation I wanted to speak on. And, and uh -huh. don't wait till I call on you, man. Speak on it. If, if you have something to say, jump in. Like, I feel like every time I hear about these competitions and I hear about these these cool things that are happening, oh, there's going to be an Xbox fridge. Is it going to be available for European users? I don't know about that. And I feel like that's a little <laughs> bit un unfair. You know, Am I wrong in thinking that Sony does it a little bit better than Microsoft does when it comes to that? They 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 include more of their international audience than, than, than Microsoft does? Do you, do you guys disagree? Whoever no, I don't dis that. don't disagree at all. I think Sony's Sony's always been a powerhouse in Europe mm. um, when it comes to gaming consoles in general. Um, still Marketing very much and all that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent all over. I mean, obviously Pat can speak on the marketing over in the Netherlands, but specifically in the UK, um, PlayStation marketing is is everywhere. When a new game comes out, it's all over buses, it's all over yeah. tubes and rail railways. Um, it's on signboards. It's all over every game shops full of marketing material um xbox isn't isn't like that at all you'd be very lucky to see any game advertised on the sides of buses or or anything like that it's it's extremely rare so um, I, I heard somebody say something and i wasn't sure if it was you who said it or somebody else that said it but is there an idea there and this is just me throwing out an idea thinking about this is there that thought, just like they do in the game space, where they have existing relationships and they and people say it's an exclusivity deal? It's not exclusivity. It's keep it off of Xbox because it's usually on PlayStation, maybe Switch, PC. Xbox is the only one that's left out, so it's not an exclusivity. It's keep it away from Xbox money, right? Yep. Is there a thought that that is also applicable to the marketing space in the various countries, like? 
you know, PlayStation's been in UK for so long, working with those marketing folks for so long that now Microsoft wants to get in there and PlayStation's like, nah, bro, we'll pay you more. Don't don't let them advertise. Is there a thought to that possibly? Or is it just like Microsoft just doesn't care or has not gotten there that level? Just, Do you think that they're trying and it's 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 failing or they're being stopped? I don't think I don't think specifically in the UK that they have tried the advertising, or at least mm. not well. Um, I think that's okay. definitely a, a massive thing that they need to pick up on because mm-hmm. I think given advertisement and more, I mean, on TV you see quite a few Xbox adverts, mm-hmm. and that's all well and good, but in, obviously the vast majority of a normal person's working day is out and about in the house, traveling to and from work, etc., and seeing things on the sides of buses, tubes, trains, like and obviously the capital in London is mostly people on tubes and, and on buses and things like that, and if you're not starting with the basics, which is physical advertisements on the sides of local bus or transport networks, then you're going to miss out on a huge captive audience because people look at things naturally, just inadvertently always look at signs, even when they're bored waiting for the train and things like that. They'll be looking at signs, looking at things and just picking things up. And that works specifically when it comes to anything, whether it be films, music or anything in between. If you see an advertisement, you're like, oh, yeah, didn't realize that was coming out. Brilliant, I'll go and see that. Uh, it works the same over here, and it's it's vastly Sony and pretty much non-existent for Xbox, and it, it needs to step up, 100% needs mm. to step up. So the marketing is really laxed in there, which is surprising to me because yes. I've heard, you know, and, I, and, and this is the conversation for obvious reasons. This is a conversation I like to have, you know, uh, uh, having uh, uh, experience in the various countries I've had, I like to hear what other folks have, uh, are, are experiencing there. I've spoken to folks in Portugal. I've spoken to folks in in like Cuba. Spoken to folks in um, what was that other country? Uh, India, and a lot of them have had similar conversations. You know, like and especially with India, which is surprising as hell to me. Uh, PUBG was was uh, PUBG Mobile PUBG was banned. Yeah. Yeah, was banned in India for like for for the government for for a small amount of how many people were lost in a day like twenty five million players in one day just because the mobile version was disabled (laughs) for some reason you know these these manufacturers these platform holders don't think that they should have a a, a, like a a local team that speaks Hindi and speaks all the various dialects and is on the ground twenty five million people lost their game in one day twenty five million. Like in one day, in one game, yep. on their phone, Insane. you know. Yeah. I would think uh, if y'all are money men, if y'all are money people, everybody would be like, "All right, well, we're, we know where to start our next headquarters. We're, we're moving to India, right?" But for some reason, they still get short shrift. They're still second class citizens when it comes to all of this stuff. It drives me weird. Like I just think it's so unusual, you know. Like, yeah. and and Holland has also been one of those. You know, one of my really good friends. Uh, um, like like I said, I, I lived there for a long time left in 2001, have a lot of good friends and family still living there. So from time to time, I like to go back. And then the T-virus came and ruined my world, so I haven't been able to go back in a few years. But a lot of my go- I have a lot of good friends who, back in the day, we used to play Mortal Kombat together. Salute to those who know. We used to play Mortal Kombat on PlayStation 1 together in Holland. We had tournaments and this and that. They went from 360 and were like, nope, no more. We don't get... We, we are second-class citizens. We never get anything from, from, from Xbox. Like... They, uh, even though Holland is an English-speaking country and everybody, you know, can speak English pretty well, most of the time you don't get localization in Dutch. You don't, you know, nope. it's a lack of respect. And a lot of them, like from the friends that I know, were just like, Nate, no more. 
you know, uh, from now on, it's all it's all all PlayStation. You know, Pacho, uh, uh, are you are you do you do you sense a lot of that? I know that you're you're big on on Xbox still, but mm -hmm. in your group and your in in the, the place you live in, you live in my city. <laughs> I consider it my city. Oh, yeah. The Hague is my <laughs> city. You know, do you, do you notice a lot of people? Are just is it all PlayStation all the time? And are you basically the rare people, the rare person among? All the PlayStation fans in in Holland now, or is it still a fight? Is it still back and forth? There's a lot of Xbox people there too. Well, you you know, there's not really a fight, but you you know that uh, yeah, there. Are, I think there are more people that play on the PlayStation than do on the Xbox. All do because oh, yeah, of that, the, that goes without saying. The, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's just it's true. You know, like uh, the advertising here in the Netherlands with Xbox is is shit. Like mm. you don't mm. see almost nothing, like no TV commercials, not, like Dutch also says, no boardings on uh, uh, side the street, that kind of things. You don't see that from Xbox, and that's it's pretty disappointing f for me. Yeah. Like uh, you know, yeah, I, as I a fan, you want them to do more. You want to be about more yeah. of the stuff that they're about, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, like I don't. It's not that I that I hate. Uh, I hate the console wars. You know, I'm not like that. You know, everybody can play what they want and do what they want. Mm -hmm. But if it's me, um, they should do much more for Xbox in, in the Europe uh, countries. Yeah, for sure. No, well, fam famously, famously yeah. for the Netherlands, of course, at the, on the Xbox One launch, and Irwin's told this story a number of times, but... He had to travel to Germany to get the Xbox One because they didn't release the Xbox yeah, One in Netherlands. That's right. Till the, no. year, till the year after. Yeah, yeah which is true. insane. You know, it, it's the in, in America. For those who don't understand, if you live in Netherlands and you're going, you have to go to Germany to go get your console. It's the equivalent of living in one state and they're not releasing it, and the equivalent of driving an hour and a half, maybe two, three, to another state just to get it there because they're not servicing your state, which is insulting like, it's very insulting it's, it's so stupid if you're going to release it in germany you might as well release it in in holland and france and like they're all they're literally states that just happen to speak different languages together that's how i explain it to my american friends you know if you feel like you're driving through your 50 states pretend you're doing that in <laughs> europe it just so happens that everywhere you go everyone speaks something different but they also deserve the same thing that germany got for some reason you know I'm yeah. sure there's logistical reasons for why they don't do that, legal and otherwise, but it's just a bad look. It really just looks consistently bad all the time that they keep doing that. The Halo, uh, the Halo beta being the most recent experience, uh, recent example of that. You know, I yeah. really hope that, you know, and and for those who are like, hey, we're bashing, you know, I bash because I love, you know, I, I love that console, I love that ecosystem, the fact that ten. 20 years from now, if I ever decide to come back to the Avengers, my game save will be there. Yep. Where I played it will continue. And if I'm on the, the latest and greatest Xbox at that time or, or even more powerful PC, it'll show all those benefits. So I love that that platform is, exists and I want it to continue to exist. These are just things that need to be worked on. They really yep, do. 100%. $2 trillion company makes more money than most humans will ever see in their lives, right? Yep. You can buy PlayStation multiple times and still be one of the most wealthiest companies in the world. How is it that they can get localization and marketing right everywhere and you can't? It's all about yep. resources. That's the name of the game. You have way more than almost anyone else in the frigging world. But you don't have enough to, you know, open an office in Holland? 
have some Dutch speaking yeah. people just, who potentially just, just have all, all yeah. about mindshare. Mind exactly, exactly. And you've got yeah, they've, yeah, they've yeah. been missing out on the mindshare because they haven't done the basics. You need to start from the ground up. And I've been we've been saying this for years, I feel like now, but the marketing has been lax for Xbox on on a on a on a shall we say a street level for a mm. long time. Exactly. Street level. That is a good point. Please continue. Yeah, the street level is is non existent. Um mm -hmm. even I mean, we're talking about games that came out even just this generation, but Psychonauts 2 is one of the best games of this gen so far, mm -hmm. without a shadow of a doubt. And that's the zero, not not one thing advertised for that. Not one. Where, not are, even... the where are the plushies? Where are the cool toys for the kids? This yeah. is a game that kids can play. 100%. Where are all those things? You know? Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely not a TV advert. That's right. Like I was saying to you about, about speaking to the uh, on spaces, I was speaking to the, the gentleman from India. He's like, out here, we got people still hunting for the PS3. There's so much into the zeitgeist of gaming that some people are literally still in 2021 hunting to try and find a PS3 because the four That's and the insane. five are way beyond their budget or they can't even find one or buy one. So they're still out there trying to buy a PS3. Uh, Phil Spencer, a long time ago, said in an interview that they get telemetry, telemetry that shows them that 1 million PlayStation uh, Xbox 360 users still turn on their console. A million. To this day, why don't you put an app on that thing that lets them get access Game Pass in all these yeah. different countries? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's uh -huh. certain decisions that they're, they're not making. You know, they'll say that and then just let it sit. Makes no sense to me <laughs> for some reason. I don't get why it is that they have so much resources and they, they see money on that table. They're going, yep, we're just going to leave it there. We're going to walk by and see if anybody else decides to pick up this money that's on this table. <laughs> you know, yeah. makes no sense at all to me. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But okay, I guess we can transition from, from more of the bashing to maybe more up, uplifting, hopeful note. What do you guys think, specifically in your countries, right? If you, if you got a chance, right, and, and this happens, just so you know, you know, uh, if you happen to catch Phil Spencer online on Xbox, whether he's playing Destiny or something like that, there's a chance you can hit join, and he'll and you'll just jump into the chat. He's he's all about that. I've actually seen some people on Twitch streaming one day and saw Phil Spencer playing Destiny two. They jumped in, and right there, Phil Spencer was on the their Twitch chat with them, playing the game talking games with them. You know, he's cool like that. Every time I've seen him with a joinable link, I'm like, should I do it? And I'll leave this man alone. He's, oh, he's busy I need to doing keep things. an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. You, <laughs> might, you might be able to jump in. It's awesome. I saw a dude doing it. It's, it's very cool. Okay. Adam is a friend. When he, he, He's always about it, right? I have heard him on chats with, with people. In a hypothetical world, right? You're now gaming. You're playing PUBG. You're playing something. You see Phil Spencer on. He jumps in. You start chatting. Oh, it's Phil Spencer, the head of gaming. What do you tell him, Pache? No say for no. What do you tell him about how gaming is in Nederland and what you want for him to do to make it better? What What is your, in this hypothetical world where it's just you and him, nobody's listening, y'all could just chat. What do, you, what do you say? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Because he, he does this. He listens. So it's, it's, it's a hypothetical that could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, well, I've heard, I've heard Randall Thor and a few other people jump into chats with him, and they give him a piece of their mind. They say whatever the hell they want, and he listens. What would you say? I would say uh, 
advertised much, much more in, in like the Netherlands or like in, in Europe, you know, get, make, uh, show off with, with what you have, like show uh, the games that you can, that you can play for, for that amount of money on the game pass, you know, like, uh, yeah, that, I think that's, that's one of the, the things that they really need to do is like show the people what you can get with the Xbox Game Pass, how many games you can play, the different kind of games you can play, family games, shooting games, racing games, you name it, you know? And if, if I think if, if they do that here, like make a commercial, it doesn't need to take like 10 minutes. No, two minutes is enough, you know? And I think that will probably really help them to grow much bigger than they are now. And, yeah, I, I think that's the first thing that I want to say to to Phil Spencer that that they need to do, like the advertising in in Europe. That's that's a, that's a big an issue uh, at this moment. Yeah, no, good good point, good point. How about you, Dutch? Same scenario. You're in there, big team battle or or or, or another Halo multiplayer because you know he's gonna be all Halo when, when when the time comes. You know, you jump in, you you're, you're chatting with Phil Spencer. What do you tell him? What do you, hey, so you play in the UK. Okay, cool. What, what is it that he needs to know that he doesn't know about you and wh where you game and, and wh where you think he could do better? Yeah, specific, we've been speaking about it, specifically ask him about, like, you need, you need better localization in the EU, but you also need to really stop underestimating local advertisements, street level advertisements. Because the competition are leagues above you when it comes to street level advertising, billboards and bus sides and metro sides and think you've got nothing. There is nothing yeah. there. It's it's invisible. Um, so when when people are asking me about games and what's on Xbox and things like that, no one has an idea because there's no nothing to show it. And like Pat said, you could just easily put a little billboard up of Game Pass if that's what you're pushing for. And just say, just have just every particular character, all the different games that are coming out, and then just the price, this much per month. They just advertise it. Um, secondly, I would say Rise Two when. <laughs> rise Two when. <laughs> rise Give me Rise two, two. Yeah. Give me Rise Two. <laughs> Do it, and get a Sobo, please. Because... <laughs> there you go. See, these are the things we want to know. Good stuff. Yes. Yes, and, and I want this for Christmas, and I want yeah. the one that has opposable thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy a solo and give me rise too. Uh, oh yeah, uh -huh, please. Go ahead. Can, can I say? Can I say one more yeah, thing? Yeah, speak, is that, speak, speak. Yes. Like, like I said, the advertising. But what you also notice is like on Twitter. Sometimes Xbox has like some kind of uh, competition that you can actually win something. But when you see the. Uh, the, the countries that are uh, able to participate with it, it's mm -hmm. France, Germany, Spain, uh, but Netherlands, really, it's between the two countries that you support, but not... But you never really the support them. <laughs> I, so I really, yeah, I really want to know, because I, I did uh, try to search on the internet, what's the reason why Xbox doesn't, like, support the Netherlands with those kind of things, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Do you find anything also, interesting? No, nothing, nothing. Right. I couldn't find anything. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why, why it's it so is. Strange. It's so strange. It I is. I don't get it. it. Is. I don't get it. Especially Europe, uh, specifically Holland. You know, 
Other countries may have certain issues. I get all that. Specifically, Holland, let's be real. The Netherlands is the hub of Europe, right? That's yeah, why any anybody anybody flying anywhere, you'll end up in Amsterdam before you get you go to your destination, right? Yep. And it's good that you end up in Amsterdam. Pro tip for anybody in the States who has not been to Europe, go there first. You can ask for directions and they'll actually understand the question that you that you're saying. It took me six months to learn Dutch because the English language in Dutch is not that different. Like the more you it's different, but it's the same, you know. It's <laughs> and I get some shout outs for Rotterdam. Rotterdam is in the house. So, <laughs> you know, so it still surprises the hell out of me that even with all that established, and we know, you know, and I know, we know that Microsoft knows this. Yeah. But for some reason, they they always get second class citizens whenever these things actually matter. When when you know, like the contests you're talking about, perfect idea. I, I understand that you know you can't. They they're very big in advertising on on Twitter, and Twitter's is not region specific, right? So everybody gets to see everything. But mm -hmm. if that was me, I'd be like, oh, here's the the North American contest, and here's the European contest, you know. Yeah. And maybe yeah, the stipulations like are different yeah. based on where you are, but at least give them theirs. Give them yeah. theirs because they deserve yeah. it. And there's a lot of people that live there. And those people actually end up probably spending more money than the Americans do. You know, like my spot, my time in, in Holland, that that's what that tells me. Even the brokest of broke dudes will buy the 230 euro sneakers because yeah, that's what <laughs> you do. <laughs> so it, it's in their best interest to market to these people because they spend a lot of money out there. You know, it's always yeah. surprising to me that that's still a question that they 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 still doesn't don't seem to have answered. How about on PlayStation side? Like I know that you guys said that that uh, as far as the marketing is concerned, there they do very good. You know, mm -hmm. do you do you guys see like a a local street team? Is there marketing specific to your region, or is it just they're flooding the zone with the same commercials everywhere you go, and th and that's what they do there specifically on Sony side? What do you guys think? I'll start with you, Dutch. Like, have you seen? Yeah. I know you say you see a lot of advertising from them and all that. Yeah. Is it just? I know that they, they, they are sponsoring the football teams, and by football, I mean the real football, not that stuff y'all do with your hands. That's neither here nor yeah. there. We'll continue. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I see. I see that, that that's that they they uh, sponsor teams. They're in that mental zeitgeist that everybody knows. Oh, that's PlayStation, right? Is are they doing what they're supposed to do? Are they righteous in there? Or do you see in areas uh, that they need improvement? You know, because although we're complaining, right, the competition's hot and heavy and it's coming. Yeah. Right? yeah. Do you so, think they so, will succeed in this gen without even worrying about it? Or do the, are there some changes necessary? Well, for Sony or for Xbox? For Sony, I think. Sony don't need to change. Sony have got Sony have had that uh, street-level marketing down for, for, for years. They just need to keep up with the same level for them. Um, every time a new game comes out, without without fail, every time a new um, game um, comes out, they can automatically you automatically see the signs. Like when Ratchet and Clank come out, that was on the side of the buses um, weeks before it, it released. Um, Horizon was exactly the same. God of War was exactly the same. Like all the big first party titles, as soon as they're coming out, you can guarantee that's going to be on the side of a bus um, or it's some side of local like uh, transportation links or on signs outside you can almost guarantee it every time um they don't need to Im improve not only that but they've been kind of 
sponsoring football for the longest of times, the Champions mm-hmm. League, everything like that. I did see that Microsoft started sponsoring some football teams. I thought in the UK I saw U- something about that. US. Uh, the in England the US? foot the in, the US they've got Seattle Sounders, I think it is. Which 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 doesn't matter at all, but continue. To us. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. no in, in UK, general it doesn't matter. Like I, yeah. I would love soccer to be a thing in America. It's not so sponsoring yeah, exactly. them is useless right now, you know. <laughs> but continue. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, on in terms of sponsoring football over here, there's the sponsored the England national team to make it the East the the I don't know what it is. It's some kind of again, it's it's not gonna be in terms of what they're pushing out, I don't think it's gonna be anywhere near the level that people thought it would be. They're like their official esports um or official gaming partner. I mean, England's never been in as a football team or as a nation, never been gaming partnered with anything. Um, they haven't done anything gaming related. They don't have their own esports team. Uh, like club level, club levels are doing a little bit more esports over here, but again, that's mostly Sony focused or depending on where that person wants to play their game um, of FIFA. I don't think they really, and I think the vast majority of esports stuff anyway, still to this day is, is played on PlayStation um very few now of course they have the evo connection and they've locked up the gaming when it comes to fighting and i know yeah. holland was big in fighting games back in the day so that yeah. also solidifies them as a, as the brand out there it does you know? and yeah the only the only time xbox get involved in esports is when it's their own their own thing so again if you're looking at the likes of forza if you're looking at the likes of gears likes of halo like unless it's xbox specific then it's not really mentioned about for if you have a look at Call of Duty and things like that, that's primarily always played PlayStation. Um, if you look at PUBG, that's mainly PC. So esports wise, it's that's never been a thing. And and sponsoring the England thing was more of a, a very quick advertisement thing. We've never heard anything yeah. of it since. It, it didn't seem like it was it was gonna be that commitment, that PlayStation level commitment of year on year flooding the zone with advertisements everywhere it's not that nope. right nope. it's just a small little drop in the bucket for now it's, yeah it's for their national team so it might see more of it during the the world cup um you might see a little bit but the world cup's not being played in england so they'll probably just wear it on their like warm-up kits or something at most they're not going to put it on their full kits whilst they're playing the game so that's out the window like the England national team very rarely does anything in the UK anyway, as you know, with national football, it's always just Premier League um, or the, the nation's kind of main leagues. Um, and each one of them individually is always just, again, the, the national sponsor for the Premier League is mainly PlayStation, if you do yeah. see anything. Um, very, very rarely, if ever, have I ever seen an Xbox advertisement during any kind of Premier League football um, now, besides so, that, what about the others, like your Ubisofts? And I know they're usually done it within the context of like a deal with a platform manufacturer, whether it be PlayStation yeah. or whatever. But do you see beyond that, like, is there like this game big? Are, are is gaming in general a big, uh, uh, a, a big marketing draw out there, or is it usually within the confines of platform A or platform B, Nintendo and all that? Yes, gaming in general is big, but it's still very much... Uh, I wouldn't say it's hush-hush, but people don't speak on it as much as like uh, a wider audience. It's still very much people kind of... Oh, you're a gamer. Like you only People kind of still keep it to themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Which is so it's, it's not as shame. it's not as as out and out as it is in the states now. I think COVID has really changed the the mentality of gaming to where hey everybody does it now, and it's become this big thing that everybody's like hey you know this is what saved us when, when we were away from yeah humans. this is what saved my so mentality really that's right so people are really they're they're taking it seriously than they used to and I appreciate that you know you, yeah. you don't see that happening as much in Europe still huh. No, it's it's. I don't no. think it's specifically that they're not just take not not taking it seriously as well. I think it's just the the mind frame still hasn't changed from what it used to be. Like it's still very much a, oh, you're a gamer, you're like you're a real geek. Yeah, you get that stigma. Of, stigma. That's still stigma. Yeah, it's, mm. even though more people play games, um, and I still get more people coming up. Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I do this. Like, oh, mint will, and then they'll open up and they're just like, right, okay. then they'll start talking games. But they'll, otherwise, they'll just keep it to themselves. Like, they don't mention it. Um, and I think that's still the stigma. And obviously, Ubisoft has um, Ubisoft Reflections, which is based in Newcastle in the UK, mm-hmm. and which is not far away from me. Um, we've got a number of studios kind of either locally or within an hour or so away from us. Um, so it, it's not that far. Like, we've got lots of studios here. Um, Ubisoft are probably outside of first party or probably the bigger advertisers, obviously outside of your natural FIFAs. Yeah. which is kind of hand in hand with football anyway um but fifa fortunately needs for them needs no advertising people know fifa so people so it like sounds like microsoft is the only one that really is kind Real of the yeah. yeah interesting interesting and 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 how about how about in, in holland now just a quick aside like i know and and that's the weird thing about holland there's a lot of tech out there but most people don't know that like nixis is the Dutch company uh, that, that was bought by PlayStation just now. Gorilla is out of Utrecht. Like, you know, they've been there for years. You know, Holland is full of, Holland is full of two pieces of talent that most people don't know, music and computers. Most yeah. people don't know that the Dutch are full of musicians. I used, to, I used to live there, lots of music there. And there's a lot of tech there as well. I'm surprised there aren't more like game developers coming out of Holland. There's a lot, and, and there are more, there are more. I, I've started to notice, hey, this game is fun. Come to find out it's it's created by some company in Hilfersum. And this company, this, you yeah, know, yeah. there's a lot of them out there. You know, do you see, like, because of that, because I think since there are so many of them out there like that, I would be pushing them in your region. Hey, these are your local developers. Play their games, do that more. Do you see, like, a lot more people noticing that, hey, Nederland needs to be respected more for the technical prowess that they have, or is just kind of like the the Mensa de Veta Veta and those who don't know, they just don't know. <laughs> how is that? Yeah. Like, are people getting to realize how big it is out there? Um, I like you said, you know, like the, the music industry here mm-hmm. in, the, in in the Netherlands is pretty big because the yeah. few of the best I know DJs a few musicians come in from, they are yeah, few huge. Of the best DJs come from from the Netherlands, you know, like mm-hmm. and gaming wise i'm not uh, uh you know uh never ever did i like um focused on that uh we have uh, thomas sala the the death of uh, the falconer mm-hmm, i think yeah, that's he's also that's great the... i love that guy <laughs> yeah i love yeah. his and... i love his his temperament he he has this dutch Scheit vibe. I care not about anything. Yeah, I'm just gonna say what I gotta say. I love anything, that yeah. guy. It's great. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 nuts. We we had him on mm-hmm. the show one time. Uh, yes, I, I think saw Dutch it. I saw did, it. Great yeah, show. Yes. I think Dutch did two interviews with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like uh, 
that beside of him, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, Gorilla Games then that mm -hmm. you uh, the ones that you mentioned, but uh, yeah, so sure. It's, it's not they, really they out there to, like that, huh? No, it's yeah. I cannot even come up with any names. You know, like uh, yeah, it's difficult. There, here there are to, middleware tools that are used for games, like middleware tools that literally everybody uses that have been produced come from Netherlands from like the 90s and nobody even gives it a second thought you know there are tools that have been used in gaming that have been created by dutch companies for so long and it's just like yeah you know some you you hear about gorilla oh they're the big guys they're one of many out there it just seems like they don't get the, the attention that they deserve holland is full of a lot of very interesting talent out there and i'm surprised that we don't see more of them you know come yeah. to fruition come to the forefront you know, I, I don't know. I don't know whose problem that is. Maybe it's the Dutch, like not giving the attention enough to the, those areas. You know, like I came, I came to Holland to visit uh, some family, not not too too long ago, and I was just surprised that you know some people just don't get that. Y'all have the better internet than most of most people do. You have access to more stuff than most people do. But, but a lot of people are just like. They don't know that, you know. They think America's no. better. It's not. It really is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just surprised that's that exactly what, you, like mm -hmm. you said, we think the yeah. other way around. We think like yeah, America, think you the know, other like around 100. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. But most of the stuff we enjoy, like when Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, that's Dutch material, and most people don't know that, you know. And and I I want to be like, hey, hello, let's wave that flag, give them the orange flag and the respect that they damn well deserve, because yeah. that is a great studio and has been doing it for many years. You know, I but, I, but, I love. You know, like, uh -huh, go ahead. You know, like who knows mm -hmm. what what the what the future will bring? You know, with all the 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 consoles that are out now, with all the the next gen and. The, yep. the 4K, 8K, I don't know what people are talking all the, about. All the ridiculous you know, like You don't need them those who, Ks. Leave those Ks No, alone. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and who knows, like in the future, like the Netherlands will be like more in the picture of, of you know, like the, the big companies like Xbox I hope or so. PlayStation. I hope so, 100%. I hope so. Yeah, I've, I've, cool, actually, yeah. I've actually heard recently Microsoft and them talking about how they want to diversify in, in different areas. In, in Not exactly uh, uh, um, in the Netherlands because they're not upcoming, but they see a world where maybe Indian developers are jump, get into the mix or African developers yeah. get, get bought so that they can make tell stories of their way back in the day. And, and I should tell you guys this because You'll, you'll uniquely understand. The reason why this podcast is called The Gaming Circle is because in Scheveningen, which is a beach, big beach yeah. in Holland, there's a circle mm -hmm. that is literally in the middle of the city, right? And back in the day, when me and my boys were broke and had nothing to do, we would buy cheap alcohol and go sit in this circle and talk games yeah. all day. In Scheveningen. Yeah. We used like to call it The Gaming Circle. That's and five we used to go there all the time. <laughs> five minutes away from me. That's that's why yeah. this podcast is called what it's called. So you understand nice. where I'm coming from. So yes, nice. you know, I expect a lot more people to understand that, that that this gaming thing is everywhere and it's really big and and it's just surprising to me that so far it's still very much a niche product for those that know and those that don't mm -hmm. know just kind of you know move on and then they hear hey have you heard this game making two billion dollars oh that's weird and then they just keep moving on you know gaming uh, is I'll becoming ubiquitous everywhere go, go ahead Pat. yeah i'll tell you a funny story um mm -hmm. a few months ago my company where i work mm -hmm. is fused together with another company that's localized in amsterdam 
Okay. And uh, so also the CEO of that company, the director, is now also at our location sometimes. And what I've noticed is that when he introduced himself, he said he loves gaming. This guy is like, I think he's almost like 50 or something. And the first yeah. time when, the first time, seriously, yeah, this, is, this is no joke. The first time when he was on, on the, uh, the working ground where I, where I uh, work, you know, he saw my head, my PUBG head, and he, <laughs> it was laying on the table. And he came to, me, uh, to my section and he saw that the head and he was like, from who is this head? And I said, yeah, me. And he was like, man, I'm also playing PUBG awesome. on the PC. So cool. You know, like, and <laughs> since, since then, every time when I see him, he starts about gaming, you know, and it's, there you go. it's crazy. Yeah. But there you go. Um, see, like in said, America, they say the biggest deals are made on the golf course. I see a future where the biggest deals are made in a virtual virtual world on on a, on a, on an Xbox Live chat on you know that's where most people communicate now especially in a world where you don't you don't want to shake your you shake people's hands you know we're yeah. going into a different world where a lot of people are going to be respecting these this gaming thing we do a whole lot more than they are now that's awesome to have a boss who who genuinely appreciates it Shoot, I'm jealous. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. It's that's so really funny, cool. funny to 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 see and also hear his uh, hear his experience. But like, like I said, also with the uh, what we talked about before is that uh, with the Xbox, he when I started about it, Xbox, he was like, oh man, I have, I have no idea. You know, like he doesn't know anything or so even see gamers or... who like games don't know about Xbox. That's another yeah, black exactly. eye for Microsoft yeah. out there. That's really yeah. really interesting. There you go. Yeah, it there is. Go. All right. Well, you know what? We, we're, we're we're about the two hour mark. Uh, this was a show that I kind of wanted to put together and really like emphasize the the global nature of gaming and some of the issues that we're facing in that in that global market. And I kind of want to continue that conversation. I, I like I like that we have gamers from all over the world that can come jump in and and give us experiences from their perspective. You know, the idea that it's always about the American gamer and what, what goes on here and all of that. I honestly think, and, and, and I live here, I live in the States, so it's not, it's not to bash one versus another or whatever, but I honestly think that, that the other locations in the other regions need to be elevated to, to Americans' status because it will be better for everyone, including Americans, right? You know, uh, uh, um, I saw somebody in, in the chat when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima footage going, is that Assassin's Creed Japan? No, it's Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> right? But if we live in a world where a lot more voices are allowed to make make decisions, bring games out, more different studios and developers, you will see Grand Theft Auto, I don't know, someplace else besides America and your standard places all the time, right? Which is where we want, which is what we've always wanted. When, when me and my boys were sitting at that gaming circle, that's what we were dreaming about. Remember, can you imagine a world where Grand Theft Auto is in Tokyo somewhere wouldn't that be awesome? And then yeah. and then Sleeping Dogs came out and I was like, yes, it is awesome. If you haven't played Sleeping Dogs, it's under ten dollars. Yeah. Go play it. It is, it is Grand cool. Theft Auto Asia. It is awesome. Anyway, so I love this conversation. We can continue talking about this for a long time, but we're rounding the end of this episode, so we're gonna go into the outros. And and first off, I will start with you, Mister Wandering Dutch. I appreciate you coming. This is the second time you've made your appearance here. First time yes, you snuck sir. in through the back door. I appreciate it. This time you came <laughs> through the front. <laughs> I appreciate everything you do. And you're, you're always out here in the community lifting people up. 
you know, not taking shit from anybody. <laughs> Tell the fine folks where they can find you and what you're doing this week. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Wondering Dutch and uh, on YouTube at Wondering Dutch. And of course, um, like I say, we have that Twitch channel as well for the Midweek Mix-Up Collective. Um, you can find me also on Monday evenings on Primetime Gaming with Kiyosante and Boomin' Friends um, as we shoot the shit on our usual uh, gaming topics. Um, yeah, Wednesdays, uh, Midweek Mix-Up, of course, um, 7 p.m. UK uh, that is, of course, 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern and 11 a.m. PST. Of course, that will change slightly when clocks go forward, backward, whatever it is next. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, every Wednesday, of course, occasionally, like uh, the week before last, we do Thursday shows as, as opposed to Wednesdays, depending on who we have on as guests. Um, last week, we spoke specifically about Halo and our experiences with that and our hopes for that when it does release. The prior week, we spoke to uh, um, uh, Xbox program manager, Alan Kalan. Yeah, I saw that. Really fun. That was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of gamers from around the world, of course, he now lives in the US, but grew up in Mexico. Um, so, again, he has other perspectives and, again, a different kind of perspective altogether because it's a, a nation, of course, that is uh, monotonal-wise far different to that of, of the U, U, EU and Europe. Uh, and the UK. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, go and check that out if you haven't already. Really cool guy. Um, really good stories about him growing up in, in Mexico and, and how gaming affected them and um, how he, even even that day um, when he first got it, he didn't even think the Xbox was an Xbox. He thought it was a Nintendo. So it goes to show on kind of the perspectives <laughs> people had for Xbox and, and still mm. do. Um even now he works at Xbox. Um, of course, people still have that idea of it in, in over in Mexico, which is our Nintendo or PlayStation. Like there is no kind of in between, and Xbox really isn't a thing, and it needs to be. Of course, it's grown a lot over time. Mexico City's a big Xbox place. Uh, Brazil's a big Xbox place. But yeah, you can find me on those locations under the same name, uh, Wondering Dutch. Uh, Awesome to be on today. Thank you to awesome host Kersanti and, of course, my brother Patio for joining us. Um, if everybody hasn't done, uh, please drop a like, share this out, and subscribe. Be awesome. Thank you, Thank you again. Thank you, good sir. And Patio, no safe and no. Thank you so much for joining us. This is your first podcast. I am honored. I'm thrilled to have you here. You you <laughs> you lend really interesting perspective to the conversation you know uh dutch already knows this he's no longer a guest he knows where the fridge is you also no longer a guest whenever you want to come by you want to have you have a topic of conversation you're in the chat you just want to invite say hey where's my code and i will send it to you and you will be on this show good sir tell us where we can Thank find you. you tell us about your, your your twitch streams tell us all the happenings that you have going on on twitter and of course all these fine gentlemen of course you will find all their show notes and all their information in our show notes, the links to all that stuff is available to you. Please reach out to these folks, subscribe to their channels, you know, be a part of their community because it makes all of us better and it, it makes the community stronger. Please, Pacha, speak to us. What, what, what you got going on this week? All right. So, guys, uh, first of all, I want to thank you, uh, uh, Kea Sante, for inviting me for your podcast. Really an honor. Uh, also, a big shout out to the chat, uh, new people that I've seen. So, yeah, man, pretty awesome to be here. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter uh, under the same name as it says right here, 
Petru Serosefti. Um, you can also find me on Twitch under the same name. Uh, I stream three days, maybe four days in the week. Um, play different kind of games. So, yeah, man, uh, you can always join join the chat. Um, and who knows, uh, you can also join the game. So I'm also up, uh, always up for, for a game. And uh, I love to play uh, with uh, with new and uh, yeah with my friends on uh, on the Xbox. That's the main platform that I play on. So uh, I, I mentioned it before. Uh, uh, we also have a, a midweek mix-up collective Twitch channel. Um, it's for upcoming streamers. That's um, that we launched a uh, thing two months ago now. So if you're a streamer and uh, if I if we can help you out the midweek mix up uh, panel, then uh, yeah man, who knows I can uh, host your program, give a shout out to you on social media and uh, grow your your community. So thank you so much. And, no, that, that's great. Yeah, no problem. No that's problem. absolutely awesome. You know it it's it, and you're natural on here. If this is your first show. You, you should get invited more. There are lots of people who would love your perspective. It's great. You did a good job. Oh, and before we bounce, right, I was going to talk about the Everborn Saga, and he has made a quick hey. Good day, Welcome good from sir. New Year Comic Con, sir. Welcome. Why don't you take the stage and speak to hey, us? Everybody. Speak to us, man. I just wanted to say what's happening. I'm sorry I could not be there, but I'm here at the show floor. We are at the Everborn booth, I-25. It is an absolute madhouse here. Um, lots of new fans, and uh, thank you guys. I promise I will be back next week with all my exploits of what happened here today. But you can see uh, we got a whole stand going on here, uh, and I probably have to get back to do some more selling. So I'm going to let you guys go. And... Um, have a great show. Uh, I, I I hope there wasn't too much uh, PC apologizing. So, council <laughs> 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 all day, every day. I still, uh, still need to get one of those books signed by you. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. So let 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 me run because I'm getting ready to go do a panel on diversity in comics, and awesome. uh, we will go from there. But I will see you guys in the Twitter streets. Have a great Thank one. Thank you, brother. good sir. Thank you so much for blessing right, us with some content. Thank you, man. Right, we'll we'll see you again soon. Later, man. So that's awesome. I, I was hoping that he would he would uh, grace us with his presence a little bit, and, and he was able to, to, to do that right at the end. So thank you so much. The Everborn Saga, you, you see him in New York Comic Con. If you happen to be there, to, I think to tomorrow, maybe the last day you can do so, go check him out. Go show some support. He's on Twitter posting pictures with a bunch of people who came, signed books for them. He's He's kissing hands and shaking babies, as they say. <laughs> so go out there <laughs> and support this man. You know, supporting his dream. He's having he's having a lot of fun out there, as we can as we can tell. I want I want to I want to thank the Wandering Dutch. I want to thank Pachet for coming out and representing with me and, and having this awesome conversation. Uh, uh, I am K K Asante T K O Asante on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You follow me, I'll follow you back. Um, I will be actually tomorrow. At 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Season Gaming's Bitcast with Ainsley Bowden. I'm so excited. I, I'm the, nice. It's one of my bucket list situations. I can't wait to talk to this man and be on this podcast. I, it, it's it's. I'm so excited about it, and that'll be that'll be happening tomorrow. So, if you have the opportunity to, please come check me out. 
once again, I will say, because I had to say at least twice on this show, please like, subscribe. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's anything we can do in your opinion to make the show better, leave a like in the, leave a comment in the show notes. We will definitely like, I read all the comments that, that are, that are uh, put there and I reply to everybody. You know, we're just trying to grow this channel, make it better, make it better and bigger for everybody. And, and, and you know, just that enjoyment of tech and enjoyment of, of, of gaming that we do without all the ridiculousness and all that and all that stuff. Yes, the slander was to a minimum this week because the, the aforementioned Everborn Saga is out there doing other things. I'm sure the slander will be lift, lifted up and the savagery will come back with, with his return next week. It's been super fun. I've enjoyed myself having a great conversation with these wonderful gentlemen. But until next week, we'll see y'all later.